You know if you uh, go to vacation over the weekend and you forgot to take your garbage out? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what the garbage starts to smell like. Yeah. It, it tastes like the way garbage Don't sniff it. Just do it. Don't sniff it. Just do it. Don't sniff it. Just do it. That is hands on the worst thing I've ever tasted. Don't sniff it. Just do it. Don't sniff it. Just do it. Don't sniff it. Just do it. Let's get ready to rumble! And for you watch, hey, listen. Grab a Chicago hot dog. Sit your ass down on the sofa and tune in for today's episode. And remember, don't sniff it. Just do it. Hey everyone, I'm John. And I'm Jason. We invite you to listen to the Corner House Chronicles. Where we like to find and discuss interesting stories from around the globe. We sample and review a different Michigan craft beer on each episode. And we also feature a guest from time to time to share their stories with you. You can find us at chcpodcast.com, where we have links to all of our social media pages. As well as links to all your preferred podcast streaming platforms. It's kind of like overhearing a conversation that was meant for you. It's just different enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. It's recording already here, so. Is it? <laughs> yeah. So, Go. come on. What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to You Watch, I Listen. This is actually episode 35, the dance piece of shit birthday <laughs> extravaganza. So, how. So, okay. So, explain to everyone how old you were before you figured out you were a piece of shit. <laughs> Um, so it actually, because we figured out by now. So there, there's actually a really good story to this. All right, let's um, go. it was my fifth birthday and only five. I, uh, so my mom says you're a piece of shit <laughs> and, and here we are. So wasn't expecting a story that good and that precise. So. Yeah. Well, I've told some stories about my mom and our, our strange relationship. Well, and the one thing, <laughs> there's a couple things here. I remember very well. Um, she told me if I was a native American, my name would be broken rubber. Well, yeah, yeah. I heard you <laughs> say that one. Then yeah. she told me where I was conceived. Um, she ca- kept calling me VV. And I'm like, what the fuck VV. does VV mean? She's like, yeah, Valley View. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so my dad's band was playing a show at Valley View. That's a bar. And then he pounded her out in the car, I guess. Well. Um, and he dumped a load in her, <laughs> in my mom. <laughs> and then nine months later, my gigantic fucking head came out. Yeah, and it's still fucking as big as it was back it, then. It's kind of disturbing, and it's, it's big, and the problem is, and I, this is such karma to me. It really is. the way I made fun of my dad's balding spots <laughs> is exactly what's happening to my old head now. It's my so favorite. So the way it's going, I used to say, because my dad's hair, so he had a bald spot in the middle, he had a, a tuff of hair right in the front of his forehead, and then there was two empty spots, like if it was an ashtray, you could rest his cigarettes yeah. there. Yeah, when, minus the football <laughs> head, he, he was, hey Arnold, dude, like he would have the hat I, in the I, middle, but it's a cigarette well, ashtray. I, I literally said his, his, when he let his hair grow out a little bit, it looked like an ashtray. Damn, man. And now that's, that's happening to me. So that is like definitely my dad in heaven or hell, whatever. And <laughs> he's like, yeah, you made fun of my hair, shithead. I was going through some old videos because it was just the anniversary of my dad's passing. And I was going through, Josh got to see it more than anyone else. And we have um, our video engineer, Josh, sitting with us today. He's not necessarily a guest, but he's here. In, in he's, he's, he's our Jamie. Yeah, yeah, you're Jamie. Yeah, that's fair. He's our uh, Young, young Jamie. Young, young Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. It's from Joe Rogan. See, he doesn't get it. It's from the How Joe Rogan podcast. Watch, you're because he's a fucking fruit. I watch the clips. Okay, that's fair. Young Jamie's You're on producer. the wrong side of the table, dickhead. Yeah. The microphone's no, over no, there. No, no, he's not a full guest, so he's just there to oh, pick up. So it'll All pick right. him up. Cool. But um, so Josh got to see the abuse I gave my father throughout the years, and it wasn't ever like malicious entirely. All in good but fun. It was, yeah, it was all in good fun, and he gave it back to me. I mean, Josh got to see my dad get it back at me a bunch of times. My dad gave it to Josh and plenty of other friends. Um, and this week was the seven-year anniversary, so shout out to Joe P. Pops. Uh 
thank you. The, the other thing I got to thank is uh, my wonderful girlfriend, my wonderful friends for uh, making my birthday enjoyable for the first time in a long time these last couple years. Yeah. Um, and I will make it past 10 p.m. this year for my birthday. That was rough, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I clearly I, agree. I, you know, I didn't know for like <laughs> six months after my birthday last year that I had to be carried okay. to the guest room. Okay. I didn't know I had to be literally escorted. So I, I, I don't think you understand, or at least that night, because it was your birthday and you were 29. Yeah, why don't you, you explain were... what I was doing? Okay, so... I, I I walk in the fucking garage and all I see is everyone you know everyone's smoking a cigarette doing their thing. We got and beer whatever, pong set up. Dude, it's fucking nuts. And all I see is this big dumb idiot with a fucking full bottle of scotch <laughs> and a glass just like that. And it's a little little, it's little this, scotch glass. Yeah, little scotch glass. Yeah, but it's fine. So you're drinking it like a proper gentleman. So everything's fine. But the amount in which you drink and the time in which you drank it was both unacceptable and, and dangerous. It, it it hurt me. Well, watching I was you playing. Do that. We, I had a headache thinking about your. So, hung over well, this What's funny First off I wasn't hung over Which is actually Kind of crazy Wow that's a fucking um, well, miracle I, Because I puked it all out Several times the booze out <laughs> I spilled my water All over Ralph Several times Did, uh, Didn't you spit all over uh, the, uh, the wife Yeah uh, the, uh, Yeah I spit all over The wife Correct Fiance's yeah. wife um, Fiance's wife yeah. And well The way I was drinking Was I was drinking Like that But there was Two games happening Drinking games Happening simultaneously Oh I remember I was one, playing yeah. The dead wrestler Drinking game Which <laughs> I put on A Royal Rumble From like 1993 And if you put you, what you're supposed to do is you drink every time a wrestler that is currently deceased. How can you be? You were deceased once, but you're not anymore. That is Cur- deceased. Currently, yeah. double deceased. negative. Right. Uh, a wrestler that is deceased, you drink. And in the '93 Rumble, I think it was like 60 percent of the wrestlers and managers are now dead. And the managers I, you had to do the double, was, yeah. And what I was also doing is I was in the Attack Moves Network studio playing beer pong, but instead of drinking the alcohol, the beer in the cup, I was drinking the scotch. And then someone brought sake, and I was drinking that. And someone brought um, uh, moonshine, apple pie moonshine, and I yeah, was drinking yeah. that. Oh, yeah. So it was yeah. just a calamity of errors. Sorry for anyone wandering. Uh, fucking yeah, the we're Chiefs. watching we're watching the Chiefs Colts game uh, yeah. as it's going on right now, and. Unfortunately, my pick of the Colts isn't looking too hot right now. Is they're neither. down seventeen nothing. I'm not happy about it. Um, so why don't we get into some shit, Taylor? Take it off. Or you want me to go? You yeah, want me you to know, go? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you right. hit that we, first. We want to give a little uh, shout out to our buddies at Lobo Sound. If you guys don't know already, we've hyped them up a ton here. Uh, LoboSound.com and Lobo Sound are the guys you need to give some extra spice to your podcast, to your business you're trying to sell. Uh, they make incredible production pieces. They can get you on the radio. If you just have a podcast like us and you're starting up and you want it to sound authentic, Hit up Lobo Sound. Go to lobosound.com and check out what they're doing. Check out the Bobo Christmas EP. I know Christmas is over, but it's hilarious, and so is the Bobo Show EP. And you could find those at lobosound.com. It's always Bobo. Christmas with the Bobo EP. Yeah, it's, it's always, always Christmas. it's always Christmas with Daniel Bobo Curlin. Um, so I got to give a major shout out to Lobo Sound. A major shout out to across from us, young Josh. Uh, he is currently uh, creating this video that will be seen at the beginning of our first ever video element to the You Watch I Listen podcast. Joshua. Yeah, and um, so shout out to Josh. He's uh, an up and coming amateur photographer and videographer and you can find him at at Josh uh, LSR LSPR L- at Josh LSPR no one cares um, for, uh, yeah no one cares, no one cares. Um, but hit him up for uh, if you need a photographer at a good reasonable price and again check out the guys at Lobosound.com shout out to Vince and Danny and also I just want to do a quick little read here from our homies over at the hashtag shots for like podcast do shots like, for likes what did I say you need multiple likes you said like I've done it a million well, I only, times I only so. like fudge I don't like Finn oh that's fair well, no well, one I, also, I also haven't met Finn yeah well no one uh, likes him anyway so go on <laughs> if you like to relax crack yourself a beer use some me- uh, medical marijuana and uh, violently abuse hard liquor you are missing out on your new favorite podcast from drunken stories to video games sports 
Fudge and Finn are going to blow your freaking mind hole with the hashtag Shots for Like podcast. Uh, chances are, <laughs> I can't read. Littering in. Yeah, littering. <laughs> chances are you may have fast forwarded through the recent ads on our other podcasts or streams you enjoy, but we aren't going anywhere. May as well head to iTunes, YouTube, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Stitcher. All right, overachievers over here to immediately subscribe and join in on the drunken fun. We promise, uh, we promise you that if you are listening uh, to us while drinking, it is not considered drinking alone. Visit shotsforlikepodcast.com to choose your favorite listening platform and follow them on all forms of social media. Drink with us and don't be cunts talking about myself. Yeah, well, I mean, you're a cunt anyway. Yeah, but so, real talk, like, I'm going to be honest, I cannot wait to go hang out with those dudes because yeah. I'm a huge fan of the podcast outside of what I just said. Yeah, they're, they're funny dudes, man. Uh, and I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, Fudge does these Twitch streams. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 do I watch haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but um, Vincent Lobo was telling me he was watching. He's like, I love those guys now. I'm like, dude, they're fucking cool. Like, dude, uh, the the last time he was playing Fallout Four, and I kind of felt bad telling him how much I hated Fallout Four. But <laughs> yeah, you did. But that's besides the point. But um, before we get into the debauchery and the silliness and all the the crazy stuff that comes with the show, I just want to take a a brief second to say, you know how grateful and overwhelmed I am from the response just from one episode of me sitting in here for yeah it's been a uh, pretty incredible so. I, I, I'm I'm truly honored and privileged to sit here next to my my, right my best buddy you piece of shit I'm trying to give you props <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm but uh you know my best buddy Dan um it, it is his birthday today and you know I, I, I can well, but whatever I same, said today, same difference tomato tomato so yeah. I just want to, like I said, take the opportunity to say how much, how overwhelmed I am. I want to also give a special shout out to every, the guys at Lobo Sound, even though we just did a little thing for them. I just want to say wholeheartedly, they have been my biggest supporters throughout this whole process, along with Dan and Ralph. So, uh, yeah, I'm man. just very thankful to be here and thankful. Uh, well, as I as I stated in our um, our State of the Union address, uh, you were in the no. Don't say we. No. Well, as I stated there in the go. State of the Union address, um, which my advisory board helped me on, um, you were the no-brainer pick, um, and so we're more than happy to have you. Super so, stoked on it. Uh, we're excited it. about a lot of the things coming. So, um, it's my fucking birthday weekend. Yes, it is. Let's get drunk. Let's do stupid shit. Let's do hood rat shit, shit with our friends, let's, dude. Let's get into these fucking picks, uh, our reviews, and let's fucking go. I'm gonna go first. It's my fucking birthday. You gave me knock loose laugh tracks. I cannot wait to hear what you have to say. Okay, so I have a lot to say about knock let's do loose, it. Let's do it. knock let's do loose it. laugh tracks. Um, I was very, I went again. I went in raw. I went in raw. I didn't even spit on it raw first. I just high. stuck it in and said, "Take it, baby." And um, wow. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, now I will say, there's a couple things I took um umbrage with. Umbridge. Um, but I'll, I'll start Harry out with the, the very first track, Oblivion's Peak. I gave that a four. Um, Sick. for the type of sound that this music is and the the genre of music. Um, what they should have done is come out and punch you right in the mouth and that's exactly what Oblivion's Peak does. Um, it hits you in the face, it's heavy, it's angry, it's loud and it just, it literally comes out and just hits you in the fucking teeth. It's a hell of an opening track. It really sets the tone for the rest of the yes, record. Yes, and uh, so, so many times with records um, or albums, whatever you want to call them, Same this thing. isn't 1950, I'm not listening to Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> it's a CD, it's an album, whatever, we get it. You I like call, records. Yeah, right. Um, so I'm sorry, so, you fucking jerk <laughs> So Oblivion's Peak comes out, it, it sets the tone for the entire album. Uh, the next song, Dead Ringer, I originally gave it a three, but right now I'm going to up it up to a four because of the ending. Homie. That fucking that fucking ending. I see your eyes uh -huh. in my dreams. Dude, it just cuts to some old song. I fucking lost it. Dude, it's so funny and it's so out of left field. But Absolutely. It's but, but it fits. It weirdly fits. Absolutely. So then I gave that. So that's a, a four I'm going to give. Uh, the Rain, I gave a three. It's another hard hitting track. It just comes right at you. 
And this is where I start to take a little bit of a weird turn with the album because okay. now the song started to blend too much into one. The breakdowns were all starting to sound a little bit similar, but I didn't hate any of them. I know, I understand, um, but welcome so, to hardcore. Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. So I tried to separate two parts of this. I tried listening to the album and then listening to it and picturing myself as if I was at a show seeing them live okay and that makes every song go from a two that i gave it i didn't give any song lower than a two oh, any song i gave it to instantly becomes a three because i picture myself at the show and just jamming it and jamming it and fucking rip into that and i felt like i was back in high school and middle school when i was willing to dive into mosh pits and throw down i still am dude. yeah it's i know rough. you are you're like fucking the the big kid in hook that tumbles down the fucking oh thing knock people over you're that guy so i look like truffle shuffle yeah, dude yes, exactly in a mosh pit. Yeah. That's you look all like I do? you look like truffle shuffle and you smell like sloth. So uh, <laughs> from the Goonies, yes, um, that's so, not fair. So the next couple tracks I gave twos: uh, blood will be uh, blood, blood will the blood, yeah. uh, counting worms, my heroes too. Um, it was literally the next few, and then I got to no thanks, and that was my favorite track on the album. I Very gave, good, I gave yeah. that a four and a half out of five. Incredibly underrated I loved too. It. Uh, again angry i mean the whole album is angry and you feel like the the angst that they felt when they wrote this in the album which means a lot to me it shows a lot about their creativity from their emotions to what they were writing mm -hmm. and the production is really good for this kind of sound i gave a fetish a three and the closing track laugh tracks i gave it three um, they bookended this album very well, yeah. starting with Oblivion's Peak to open you up and set the tone for the album, and then to close you out with laugh tracks, just to kind of remind you one more time, this album was meant to make you have internal bleeding. It, yeah, was, for fuck, sure. it was fucking perfect. Uh -huh. um, so I'm going to give this album a three and a half out of five. I really enjoyed it. Um, so a very good pick. Not what I was expecting, but Not nonetheless- Not what I was expecting. Holy shit. Nonetheless, oh a very, very enjoyable album. So good choice with uh, Knocked Loose laugh tracks. Go check that out on iTunes, Spotify, or just- buy the record yeah you absolutely <laughs> have to buy it yo i still buy vinyl records I, I know you do front. fucking what do you listen is it happy days yeah gonna hit fine. the record player and go if you're calling me fonzie hey, that's very no, much a compliment no you're potsy if Come anyone on, you fuck. <laughs> could, you me, could you give me props somewhere um, um of course not no never my mind. name is richie cunningham yeah. and this is my wife oprah oprah <laughs> all right so oh, let's get into the shit. movie all Taylor, right so, take it off so you gave me observe and report mm -hmm. now because of a hectic work week, I managed to watch 45 minutes, and then I had to finish the rest of yeah, it. Yeah, it happens. So I finally finished it today, and if I really had to think about it, I like the movie now. Yeah. I don't think it's amazing by any stretch of the imagination, but I think it's very enjoyable. for And people who like it, I, I get the appeal. Well, I can tell you one thing. It's one of those ones I've liked more with multiple listen, right. multiple watches, well, because you pick up on like the little nuances of the film. And anyone that thought it was going to be this like slapstick comedy is a fucking idiot, because it's fucking twisted. It's dark. Well, after I just watched the ending with you. So I'll just... I. I the first half of the movie, honestly, I couldn't stand. It was hard to watch. It was it's Seth Rogen is so cringy <laughs> at some parts. When he's at the when the newscaster in the beginning, no, start uh, over, start over. Yeah, start over. Yeah, just <laughs> cut this out. So I'm here with what? this doctor. He yeah. says to her, "I will, I will fucking murder you." <laughs> like half the stuff they're saying in this movie, you like, I, you could tell it's from two, pre 2010. Oh yeah, 2009 because of some of the that vernacular. Is pre 2010. Thank you, yeah. dude. Because of the vernacular that is used. Yes, specifically by Ray Liotta. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. When he yells. He said, when he, he yells says, at Seth Rogen. He says faggot. Yeah, he he goes with it. You could say that. I'm not going to say I'll, that. Listen, I'm not, I'm using it. I'm, the context matters. So I, I will no, say, he I, calls I him a faggot. No, yeah. he absolutely does. Yeah. And uh, the, uh, Did they, Andrew Luck just get picked off? Yep. No. No. Oh, oh no, he didn't. Okay, good. I, I felt like the I felt like the Colts have been on defense for like two and a half quarters. They have. But it's not even, it's not even half time yet. All right, yet. jump back. But the whole thing, 
uh, the last part of the movies, like it was when it really got good for me. Dude, that fight scene in the mall when he fucks them up—that was—I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, but like the part where they carried him out, and then they got the dude jumping on top of him to save him. <laughs> yeah, and he just Todd, rushes Todd Ray from, Liotta. Todd from Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah, dude, rushes Ray Liotta, and Ray Liotta hits him with a fucking sign. <laughs> Yo, where did he get the sign? <laughs> he from? just picks up a sign at the mall, the kiosk sign. Boom! <laughs> dude, hits him right in the goddamn so there's, face. There's two scenes I wanted to bring up. Okay, uh, the one I told you. How great was the Danny McBride cameo? That was hilarious. <laughs> That's my motherfucking scene. Yeah. He's got the tattoo of his son. Dude, it he, doesn't look like him at all. Dude, he's got like the hairnet and like the open the open fucking robe. <laughs> goes, oh, oh my suck god. On this gun like it's my dick. <laughs> dude, it was it, that was a really funny and part. The other scene that I told you about that would they would never get away with now is the after he has his date with Anna Faris. Yes. And yes, it, it, it implies uh date rape. And that is obviously a. It's if you go to the Wikipedia page for Observer Report, they talk about the controversy with it. And Seth Rogen, if they were, if they ever want to get him, you know, because that's what they like doing these days, they'll go back and say, "Well, in the oh, middle of it, Colts blocked the punt. Did they really touchdown Colts? Touchdown Colts. Let's oh, go. Boy. 17-7. Beautiful, beautiful." Um, but Seth Rogen said that the line that in the middle of it, when he realizes Brandy it, just puke on her pillow and she's asleep, he goes, Brandy, Brandy, that smells like shit. <laughs> and then he kisses her, but then he goes, um, he, he tries waking her up and she goes, uh, why are you fucking stopping? Yeah, why are you like, fucking stopping? Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's a, again, you can see the parallels to Taxi Driver, plain as day in the movie. So I, I, my plan was, when you told me that last week, my plan was to watch Taxi Driver and then watch Observe and Report. Yeah. But since I was pretty familiar with Taxi Driver to begin with, I saw the, the parallels between uh, De Niro's character and Seth Rogen's character, yeah. where they're both where they're both they're, delusional. It's very mentally ill, delusional. delusional. Um, delusions of grandeur, nonetheless. The scene yeah. when he's getting the psychological evaluation, and he's I like, thought she wrote an A plus. Yeah, and he fucking he acts like he's shooting her. Um, I, yo, I, I love I love when he when they celebrate and he really didn't do anything. And then his like, mom is hitting on Michael Pena. <laughs> I used to fuck all of his friends. <laughs> dude, his mom yo. was so funny. Dude, when she's like complimenting, she goes, "You're just." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when you uh, when they're like, "Mom, thank you so much for getting me this cake." Yeah, it's literally a gun, <laughs> dude. Like, uh, so it's, the, the back half of the movie is significantly better than the. I first. agree. When it really hit, starts, I think it's right after he catches Brandy having sex with Ray Liotta in the car. Yeah, and right. he goes ballistic. Yeah. yeah, that's where I think it hits I another. I loved you, bitch, <laughs> Ronnie. You better get out of here. The he, cops are on their way. It could get weird. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, and he, he just made me blow my cover. <laughs> Dude, it's such a fucking weird, twisted movie, and I think it's one, once you see it a couple times more, you'll be like, this is a funny fuck. I think it's extremely underrated. I really Under the radar. A thousand percent underrated. I really, like, I really wanted to hate this movie, but I really don't. But the replay value, for me, is not there. Okay. I, I, I would watch it maybe once or twice if to you figure catch it right out. Or something. Like, I, I would rather watch... Oh God! I would rather watch that shitty movie Battleship again. Have watch you watched it once? Hilarious! Oh One of my the funniest God. movies ever. Well, certain movies like that. Um, they're like, so we, bad. You and I hilarious. both have an affinity for the disaster epic films. Like, yeah, we do. Like Twister. Twister, Twister wait, it's Finger of God. Yeah, right. Is there an F five? Twister, <laughs> Independence Ar Day, Ar Armageddon, uh, Tom, uh, Dante's Peak. Dante's Volcan Peak is great. Volcano Yo, in LA. Over you're, the fucking yeah, cliff. Yeah, the asshole. Um, we both definitely love those. Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, 2012, Day yeah. After Tomorrow. Honestly, uh, yo, San Andreas. San Andreas wasn't bad. <laughs> it wasn't good either. Yeah, it wasn't good at all. <laughs> no so, way. So what would you John get? Cusack better for sure. What would you grade this uh, observant report? Uh, you want to do your 1 to 10? Yeah, one no, to five? so, so sure. I, I'm going to keep doing 1 to 10s because I feel comfortable. Well, I think that's, that's my fair safe space. 
I'm probably a tougher critic on music than yes. you are on movies. So yeah. I think 10 is a little more fair. If a movie entertains me to a point where I giggle enough, it's good to me. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. um, definitely, I would probably give this movie, I would. I, I want to rate it higher, but it's not. I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10 just, okay. to, just to play it a safe. Fi- oh, man, a fucking... Barely pass. No, it's failing. Actually, that's one hundred percent. No, but I, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a failure. It's better not- than the interview that Seth Rogen, James Franco piece. That movie's In- not good. Interview was pretty funny, dude. Dude, I I wanted Seth to like. Seth Rogen it. almost got mauled by a fucking I know, tiger. I wanted How to like it. I was so disappointed, and I wanted to like it. I so I did bad. want it to be better. The hype was way too I big. I wanted they another Pineapple the, Express, dude. They what? They hyped up that North Korea is gonna sh- like yeah. nuke us yeah. and shit when that well, movie was I dropping. Just, I, saw I bought it at midnight, and then I found it on Netflix a year later. No, it wasn't even a year. They released on Netflix a month later. I remember you texting me a month later. You were like, dude, I bought the movie for 20 bucks when it came out. It's on Netflix now. People go to movies at midnight. I bought a movie at midnight (laughs) on my fucking Xbox. And there it shall stay. I'm glad you at least got something out of it. I do think it's one with multiple viewings. You'll enjoy it. Uh Uh-huh. So let's... What the fuck am I stuck on here? You're stuck on one of the wires that's... It's in my notebook. Yeah. All right. Everything's fine. Okay. So we talked a little bit last week about a movie coming out this week, Glass. And I don't remember. Did you say you saw Unbreakable? No, and I and I hope you do what you're I'm about giving to do. you Unbreakable. Thank you. Um, now, uh, jo- yeah. Josh will agree. Unbreakable is honestly, it might be the best comic book quote unquote movie ever made. Um, it it, it might have been, and I saw a review for Glass that made me think about it. Unbreakable might have been ten years too early. Because okay. it was right at the height of the comic book boom. It was 2000 it came out, which was right before the first Spider-Man and right after the first X-Men movie. Right. Okay. So it was right when the comic book movie started becoming the norm of film. And it doesn't play like a comic book movie, but it is. Um, the way they acknowledge it and the way they choose to tell the story. Um, Josh, I think you'd agree with that take on Unbreakable. Fair to say? Okay, so Josh Josh definitely agrees. Um, now, the whole premise of it, Bruce Willis is um, a character named David Dunn. Not David Duke. He's the Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Um, David Dunn. Thanks for clearing so, that up, dude. Um, the, I was the, not thinking about who the other guy was. <laughs> yeah. Because you didn't per- mispronounce the first name you yeah, said. I know. I just wanted to say David Duke because it would make people uncomfortable. So da- And I just dropped okay. my jewel pod. Good. Um, David good, Dunn. Good. So, in the beginning of the movie, there is a train. I'm good. I'll pick it up. Um, a train accident that... Like 90 people in it die And he comes out unscathed And then they remember I know it's crazy um, Then they remember all these things Throughout David's life Bruce Willis's character Where people got hurt And he was never hurt um, And they start to discover That he has this like Superhuman strength And his ability Samuel Jackson's character comes in Who is in This a, is Glass Yes No the, yeah, Mr. Glass is what he's known as Well I just Because he was born with a condition Well the movie's where, called Glass So that's well, what I thought His character's known as Mr. Glass He talks about it Because he was born with a condition That makes his bones so frail That even just a slight bump the wrong way Could snap his bones in half Yeesh. So he has canes He has wheelchairs And he is into comic books Because he can't really leave the house And he okay. is obsessed with fu- He believes that he is The other end of a spectrum On the superhero the superhero has superhuman strength, superhuman ability. He's the other end of the spectrum. So he believes that his life goal is to find his arch nemesis. I'm very intrigued. Yes. So And this on, is one character. It's not even the main yes, character and this in this was, movie. And this was M. Night Shyamalan's second movie after The Sixth Sense. And people were expecting after The Sixth Sense another horrific like horror type film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got this one and it didn't get it got good reviews, but it didn't get the same holy shit, like The Sixth Sense. Because The Sixth Sense was a phenomenon when it came out. Yeah, I remember my parents telling me about that. It was a straight-up phenomenon when it came out. Um, And uh, uh, Unbreakable kind of... 
took a little bit of a backseat and he kind of just went with it. It's beautifully directed. The use of color in the film is something I want you to keep an eye on okay. because it becomes very specific. But I think it's a brilliant film. I've liked it more and more upon multiple watches. So you're going to get Unbreakable. And I'm already telling you next week you're getting split because we might as well just fucking run with it with Glass keep, coming out this week. Keep it week. going. Uh, yeah, or if you really just want to have some fun, watch fucking both of them this week and we'll talk about it as a whole. If I could barely watch Observe and Report, I'll do my best and I'll let okay, you know throughout let's see, the week. Let's see. So Unbreakable is your pick. Now what the fuck are you sure. giving me? Okay. So it's I gave you a heavy album yeah. and I already given you a hip hop album. Yeah. So I'm kind of trying to hit all the branches of the tree. Ah, we're getting Latin one. jazz. Oh, listen, don't worry. You'll get some. Uh, you'll get some gospel music. Great. It's a ripoff of Faith. Uh, Faith plus one from fucking <laughs> South Park. No, no, no. All right, what are you giving me? I'm actually gonna give you an album that I know you've listened to because I, I just I know you. Yeah, you you asked. You told me, uh, can you give me an album that I've heard before? And I said, yeah, that's fair. I think if it's something I haven't heard in years or something that maybe I'm familiar with, but I listen to it from a different uh, angle, right. I'm in. So what is it? So I'm very pleased to announce that this the album I'm giving you this week is Blink-182's Enemy of the State. Oh, I'm fucking in, dude. I listened um, to it this whole week. I don't know what it was, what triggered it, but I just like, I want to listen to Dumpweed. And then I, as soon as I hit that, I was like, might as well listen to the whole album. So, And it hit me. I don't think we need to elaborate on this album at too all. much because it's at so all. iconic. So I'll give my little take on Blink-182. Yep. Um, Enema of the State is almost my cutoff for Blink-182. I've told you about this several times. And I want to argue the other side. Um, uh, sure. So uh, I love Cheshire Cat. Cheshire Cat is I, great. I Boot love, is great. I love Dude Ranch. And I love Enema of the State. I think they're three more or less perfect albums. When you get to the next one, which was Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, I said, hey, guys, listen, I like what you did, but fuck off. Um, I, I didn't like any of it. I didn't like the next next one, which was the self-titled Blink-182, I believe. I feel like that's your least uh, favorite. I like that more than I like Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, but really? I still don't like it because I don't like Tom's voice. And when he wants to sing more and his fucking pronunciation of things, like he's a fucking jerk off. Voice inside my head. Yeah, get my head. Uh, I, I just I, I can't I with it. it. But Enema of the State, I would consider that a a tentpole album of my youth. Easy, for um, sure. It, it was such. I mean, I remember the first time I had. I was already familiar with Blink One Eighty Two because my brother was a big fan, and one of the first albums he got me, which is actually I think like maybe my my eighth or ninth birthday, he gave me Dude Ranch. So I learned Blink One Eighty Two at a very young age. Right. Um. So. I was very familiar with them. And then Enema of the State, specifically when the music video for What's My Age Again came out, was such That's a great video. It's a great video. It still it's holds a, up. It's, it's hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. Um, it, it's, and then obviously all the small things, and then they go a little darker with Adam's song. So I'm very excited to go back and listen to this and really dive into each song. And this is an album that I think is like universally beloved. I, agree, I completely agree. And I actually want to say wholeheartedly, I, if you look at it just from like a true fan, uh, true fan perspective, sure. Enema of the State is honestly just a, another form of the greatest hits because that's how good the album yeah, is. Yeah, there's not Every a song bad is great. There's not a bad song. Now, so I'm excited to really rank them and decide I, I maybe what I'll do instead of doing a track by track because it's an album we're so familiar with, right. I will rank the songs. Yeah, no, I, I think I that's think a that's cool good. idea. That, I think fair. that's a cool idea. I like that because because like you know you could take other songs from discography and make it go that way if you wanted to. I might send send Young Joshua to grab the other bottle of proper twelve from inside the house soon. And I may need to ask if you can grab uh, grab your boy Glass. 
please. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. I love you, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so like I said, that's just a really great record. And the other side, maybe because I'm just a little younger than you and I hit Blink-182 a little later in life. Yeah. The Rock Show and First Date were the first songs I really heard by them. Yeah. Before and, anything else. And that stuff came out, I want to say, when I was in middle school. And that's when the real pop punk stuff started to become very mainstream. I was like in Good like, Charlotte, New Found Glory came through and I was not a fan. I was not a fan. I was not a fan of Good Charlotte whatsoever. And no. When Blink-182 first came back with the the self-titled and and Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, they clearly tried going more the emo route, for sure, for sure. and that was what kind of lost me. Well, I, I think a lot of it had to do with because they came from that they came from sure, that culture sure. and the culture itself evolved yes. and they were kind of 100% you know I mean, and, and they were away is, from it you know no one could tell me that emo music as a whole wasn't directly inspired by real punk music oh for so sure so that makes 100% sense well no I mean even if you look at like old school even punk, Green Day punk became punk slightly emo like no one could tell me Boulevard of Broken Dreams is an emo song the, the whole American Idiot record is it's, dude, a it's a brilliant by, album dude it's, it's not it's probably my favorite by them but it, it's, 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 it's a it's brilliant album eyeliner and like the red the famous red tie that Billy Joe used to wear the hair pushed over your eyes kind of Bullshit. Yeah, all that, all that fucking nonsense. But I, I just have to, like I said, it evolved. So what they tried to do was they tried to stay within the scene, but be sellout arenas with thirty, forty thousand people. Absolutely. And so, and so some people like you, it just, it just rubbed the wrong way. And I completely understand coming from where they came from. Yeah. But I just, I, me, that's just what I grew up with. That's what I love. Not to mention, absolutely. I, I if it's what you grew up whole, with, that it, whole it's, thing, it's gonna stick with you. Like that's just I, how it works. Like I personally love the self-titled. The self-titled record to me was the, like one of the first Blink album I held in my hand. Yeah, you know, and that's that. It, that's why Dude, maybe I get a lot of nostalgia out of it. Absolutely. And, and, I, and to and, this day, the first I still remember the first album I bought with my own money was Rob Zombie's Hellbilly Deluxe. So it always, yeah. it always holds a special place in my heart. No matter how bad the record first is, first one I, I held, it. I bought with my own money. It means something. It yeah. absolutely there is something to that because it kind of defined an era for you. No, the first sure. time you bought your own music and said, "This is mine." I remember it meant something. I rem I remember very vividly the day when I bought uh, Subliminal the Subliminal Versus Three by Slipknot and that Dude, you had to be I was a sophomore in high school when I actually I was, I was in a grade. I was a no. What year did you graduate high school? Twenty ten. So but Okay, yeah, actually no, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense actually. Yeah. I it might actually be my freshman year of high school. So it well, might if it's that, just bring it back a year, then I'd be in yeah. sixth grade. But Six, I was I think young. it was my freshman year of high school, yeah. actually, now that I'm thinking. Well, about I, like it. I said, I remember very vividly those first those first encounters with real music. Like Dude, stay, the opening dude. track with that drum. Dun dun yo. Dun, 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 Oh my dun. yo. <laughs> Staying up late and watching Headbangers Ball. Oh and hell watch, yeah. And watching bands about, like As I Lay Dying um, before it went fucking. What was the one that was on Fuse with the 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 hot alternative what was her name? Julie was her name. That was on Fuse, and she played all the metal tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're right. Yeah, and that was my shit too. That was great. And like I said, I discovered so many bands by watching stuff like that. And what was great for me, I was lucky enough to have older an older brother that was specifically into like the hardcore scene and metal. Yeah, right. Because I was watching old Headbangers Ball from the '90s. Like That's right, when it was right after, dude. I'd stay up with him. Yeah. He wouldn't tell my parents. I'd stay up. We'd watch Beavis and Butthead, <laughs> and then watch Headbangers Ball. I watch Headbangers Ball after you watch. Dude, it, uh, hell yeah. Next thing you know, you're, yeah. you're sitting there and you're fucking like ten years old. And you're like, I fucking love Pantera. Dude, that's exactly what it was. My first yeah. Pantera, my first band shirt I ever got was a, a Cowboys from Hell shirt that I got in trouble in elementary school for wearing it because it said Hell. Wah. Wah. All right, Wah. let's talk some bullshit now. Let's do it. Um, I watched a movie last night. What, uh, kind of, what movie did you watch, So Sam? I watched one that uh, got a ton of critical acclaim, and it won, some, it? It won some Golden Globes this week. Um, I And I didn't have a ton of interest in it, but I am a big fan of watching whatever movies have the uh, critical acclaim and nominees. Well, well obviously, uh, you're curious. You yes. want to see what the fucking so buzz is about. I watched The Favorite. 
Um, no now, idea what that the is. The favorite, it stars uh, Emma Stone, Rachel Weisz, and Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman was one of the villagers in Hot Fuzz. It was one of her first big starring roles, actually. I don't remember what um, And she played, this takes place during the 18th century, during the, I believe, the French and Indian War. Um, the Chiefs are about to score again. Uh, two yard it. line. Um, so it, it takes place during the 18th century. Uh, I believe it's like 1705. And uh, it it's about. Uh, who's the favorite of the Queen, played by Olivia Coleman, and she's she's brilliant in it, like the Queen so, of England. Yes, the Queen of England, queen while of her husband is off fighting. So I have Franz a lot of thoughts. Ferdinand. I have a lot of thoughts about the favorite. You have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. Why? Why the fuck? <coughs> why do you got to pronounce the H? Thoughts. Cool clip. So Are you one of them with the favorite. I will say it, it might completely. be the most the the best the most well-made movie i saw this year from a cinematography cinematography standpoint um the direction was brilliant the oh. costume design was brilliant I, I don't mean to cut you off but look sure. no so, so so what they what just happened now a fan threw a snowball and hit andy fucking reading the head <laughs> and they just yo they found the guy on national tv and they did in slow motion woo, that's watching a awesome. fucking snowball from the upper that, deck well actually i, I really don't go, mean that no, no, go, go off you. a tangent that could, it's a tangent off that i remember a very vivid game yeah. from the 2009 season um Jets Falcons uh, and it was at MetLife Stadium and the Falcons were down by four and Matt Ryan was on the seven yard line I want to say and a Jets fan threw a snowball at Matt Ryan right before he snapped the ball snapped the ball threw a touchdown they win the game had 20 Great. seconds left so about the favorite again um, I'm sorry I'm sorry no 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 problem so again 17th or 18th century um, it's about so Rachel Weiss is the taking care of the queen. Is this Evie from the Mummy? Yes, from the Mummy. Fuck yeah! Um, so she's taking care of the queen, and they actually have a closeted, a hidden sexual romantic relationship. Um, Emma Stone comes in; she's the cousin of Rachel Weiss's character, mm-hmm. and she starts to try to win over the queen. And the big key to this is that both Rachel Weiss and Emma Stone have different political views, and each one of them is trying to win sway over the queen. That's where the movie storyline uh, goes nowhere for me. I will say it's a brilliantly made movie, okay. but I will never watch it again. It is not the least bit compelling. The acting is phenomenal. It's a brilliantly made movie. Mm. But well, this is, I texted Growhow about it. Touchdown, Chiefs, yeah. I texted Over Growhow eight, about dude. it. So I said, you know what I did tonight? He's like, what? I said, I watched The, the Favorite. You want to know what I'll never do again? Watch, watch the, the favorite. favorite. You want to know the biggest reason, though? Talk People to me, please. in the 18th century dressed like a bunch of silly assholes. With like, their bullshit wigs. Look, like, why is this motherfucker dressed like the cowardly lion? First of it, all. Look at that. Why are they wearing silly makeup? Looks, They're a bunch of pansies. He looks like Commodore Norris from fucking Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Dude, look at these Nancys. These, these are the fucking people that ran our country. Dude, they ran the world. They ran the fucking world. The slave trade. The tea trade. They ran everything. And they were dressed like a bunch of fucking fruits. I'm sorry. Why would... The queen at one point, she's wearing this outfit. She's getting pushed around in her fucking wheelchair. Oh, oh, excuse and, me, and she's got Do I look on. good in this fucking she looked sweater? Like, she looked like a queen of spades with her makeup. She looked like a playing card. Queen of spades. I will never... Okay, so Why I Why not say, hearts? It was... Because I said spades. Um, okay. I like old racial vernacular. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will never watch oh, it again. Oh, my God. Olivia Coleman won Best uh, Actress at the Golden Globes for this. She was great. It, there were parts that made me laugh. Uh, I cannot say it's a bad movie. It doesn't okay. suck. I will never watch it again, and I don't think I'd recommend it to anyone that is into that. Like, I, I would never recommend... Uh, uh, it's weird. It's weird. It's really weird, and there's parts that are funny, but no reason to ever watch it. 
Okay, um, so, this, so what you're saying is zero replay value, but it's up for best. Is it? Is this up for best picture? Uh, well, the Oscar nominees haven't come out yet, but it's okay. definitely going to be at least a director nominee. Um, the, uh, the Golden Globes, I at hate. Minimum? I hated the Golden no. Globes this year. Um, I hate them almost every year. But the main reason I hate them is a bunch of shows won and actors won that. Sh- like what when, shows? When won? I okay, saw, go over some saw, stuff with me because I have no I idea. S- okay, so Please. the first award they did was best actor in a, a comedy miniseries, whatever it was. Right, right, right. And I see Sasha Baron Cohen's up. Jason won. Bateman's up for Ozark. Brilliant. He could have won. Okay. And then they say, oh, um, Michael Douglas for the Kaminsky method or whatever. And Michael Douglas I is a legend. I haven't even heard of that. And he won! How, but like, what, like, I don't understand how how these things that we don't even hear about or because there's zero it's a fucking press. It's a fucking there's jerk zero off. Ads. They're just dumping loads everywhere to each other. They're a bunch of fucking jerk offs. I want to meet the people who didn't watch bo- the so Sasha Baron Cohen one and who sit there America? and tell me. How that did not win. Exactly. How Sasha Baron Cohen should not have won a fucking Pulitzer dude, Prize. Yeah, he shouldn't have everything. won the fucking Medal of Honor. He should have played Freddie Mercury in a fucking movie. And how does he get so, posed? I don't get so it. I, I'm like, I'm like Michael Douglas wins, and then the Kaminsky wins method wins best show over a bunch of shows that probably should have won. And like these fucking jerk offs. The only thing I got right was Christian Bale winning best actor, and then he goes up there and gives this speech where he talks about how he had to uh, he had to be inspired by Satan to play someone like Dick Cheney. He's I'm like, legit- oh boy. But Christian Bale's legitimately out of his mind. Oh, he's, he's so a method psychopath. actor. He's nuts. Well, we said it from the Machinist to. Batman Begins. Batman Begins to, to, to the fighter to American Hustle. Like he he's insane. Teach me how to lose weight, Christian. Uh, the, th- the thing that teach I was happy me. about is the um, teach young Joshua too. The the African American gentleman won for Green Book that I was really a big fan Mustafa of. Mustafa Ali. Um yeah, Mustafa. Yeah, but it's not him. It's like Mushara Ali. I called him <laughs> Mustafa Ali last week. Cruiserweight. I told him, dude. Yo, he hits Vigo with a Hurricane Rana. <laughs> um, so I was happy he won, and the new season of True Detective starring him starts on Can't Sunday, wait. which I'm really excited. About. By the way, but the don't show, hate the second season. I don't it, know why you people hate it's, it. It's, I fucking it's like it. It's terrible. That's it's why. Not that bad. Shut um, up. It's it's shit. No, uh, it's so that kind of sucked. I was ha- the thing that was funny about Christian Bale winning is if you went on Twitter right after he won and gave his speech, the amount of morons that go, "Oh my God, Christian Bale's British." Are you fucking kidding me? That's not entirely out of left field. Yes, it is. No, and I'll explain to you why. Because. I had the same reaction when I found out because I was a big fan of the show House and I found out Hugh Laurie was British and I had no but fucking Christian idea. Christian Bale has been in the limelight for, for the last... He's been in the limelight. He was in fucking Apocalypse Now, dude. Okay. Like, he's been around forever. Going, putting it like that, I'm not... Uh, I'm not surprised by the reaction that oh my god he's British. I'm surprised at the timing of the reaction. one of the first big movies he was in was in the Prestige and he played himself in that he was British twice. But people were like oh my god he's British. yeah he's a fucking limey like but yes he, yeah, he played himself got, twice yes exactly so I, that that drove me nuts. So um, going back to outrage culture, uh, there's some stuff in the news right now. There's a movie coming out I think this week starring Brian Cranston. Kevin Hart. Um, and Kevin Hart called yeah. The Upside. And the premise of the movie, I read into it a little bit, is uh, Brian Cranston is a guy that is um, a quadriplegic, uh, so he's paralyzed from the neck down, and he's like a multi-millionaire, maybe a billionaire. Kevin Hart gets out of prison, and part of his parole is he has to find work, so he has to become the caretaker of this guy, and they have, obviously, their racial differences and social differences, and they get to know each other. First off, the title of the movie's wrong. It's called The Upside. Brian Cranston is in a wheelchair. They should call it The Upright. The Upright. <laughs> and, the perfect uh, posture. Uh, uh, come up with names for it. Call it, call it The Roller Pig. Hot, <laughs> we, Hot Wheels the movie. <laughs> 
Highs and wheels. Yeah, highs and wheels, yeah. <laughs> breaking my breaking my vertebrae. Instead of breaking bad. Oh breaking vertebrae. Go with that. Oh, nice Je- pass by luck there. Jesse, um, so Kevin, people, we have to roll. People are very upset about this movie. Do you know why they're upset about this movie, Taylor? Why are they upset? Why? Hold on, wait. Let me guess. Take a guess. Take Let a me guess. guess. Is it because Kevin Hart's character makes no money and is getting out of jail? No, or that's just it- realistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is it because Brian Cranston's playing a very wealthy white dude in a fucking looking close. like Stephen Hawking nope. motherfucker? Yeah, well, close. They're mad because he's playing a disabled person, and disabled actors deserve a role like that. It's not acting if they're disabled already. Okay, so it just shows you the absurdity of that argument, because that's not what I thought. We had the same discussion when fucking Scarlett Joe got kicked out of a role for playing a transgender person because yes. it's, because that community was like well, well, why? a transgender actor find me one please yes if you could find tell me, me one I have no uh, problem doing it that's not to say that there aren't transgender actors but and find me one of Scar Joe's fucking caliber show me we'll one that's there. as good as Jared Leto like that's the thing like you're acting is the the whole point of acting is playing something that isn't you and you going play to, pretend yes it's, it's pretend not you. it's dress up it's, it's what playing, we did as kids yes exactly and still do sometimes now and all the uh, time now exact get a bounce nice um so it's people are mad bad. that he is playing a disabled he's getting heat for this because he's playing a disabled where was this heat a few years ago when Eddie Remain won for the theory of everything over Michael Keaton and Birdman playing Stephen Hawking best actor best actor best over- actor and they use Stephen Hawking's voice and not even that asshole's voice that's bad that's, that's not really even acting bad. he just sat there Hello, I am Stephen Hawking. I'm going to leave my wife. <laughs> it's a shit movie. He's a shit person. I, I'm more angry about that than Brian Cranston playing this fucking bullshit role. I then I will have, never see this piece of shit movie. I don't have proper use of my legs, yeah, but I yeah. still cheated on yeah. my wife. Oh, no. I shit my pants again. Her asshole was just a regular <laughs> black hole. My service maid smells better than you. This is terrible. <laughs> Bitch, your cooking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like That movie sucks. Stephen Hawking I sucks. I like turkey and now- sandwiches, <laughs> <Yes>. bitch. <laughs> I like the crust cut off. <laughs> it, it's terrible. So people it's are mad that Brian Cranston in a movie that no one is going to see because- No one. It's going to be awful. A, this is a typical puff piece to win an Oscar. Love Brian Cranston. He's made like zero good movies. Well, as great as Breaking Bad is, tell me how many good movies Remember that awful James Franco one that came out a few years ago where he, his daughter was oh, dating not him or something? I, I, yeah, something not him. It was awful. Yeah. Or why him? Why, why him? him? Right, right, uh, right. Terrible. That was bad. so. But to James be Franco, mad, to be mad at a guy for playing a character is so. What about Daniel Day Lewis in My Left Foot? That's well, okay. Uh, the, here's a difference. Daniel Day Lewis is Daniel Day Lewis, of course. But but again, he was playing no, no, no. the disabled. What about Ben Kingsley playing Gandhi? <laughs> like that go so cultural appropriation. Yo, he played Let's Gandhi be mad twice. About things. He played Gandhi twice. It's, he played the Mandarin. These he was really people Gandhi. are are so oh, uh, Colts going for it on second and one. Eight seconds left at the end of the gotta first half. Gotta get in half. the end zone. Gotta get in the end zone. Ooh, okay, nice defense. Take throw the field goal. You got a fourteen throw, point game. All three three seconds left. Yeah, yeah now you have to at that. Take point. the field goal. Yeah. Um, so I just don't understand the idea of being mad at an actor for acting. It's one thing if he's going up there like I'm not only playing a disabled person, but uh, I'm also going to be in blackface for this movie. Jeez. That's a problem. Yeah, like yes. it's, no, it's, that's a problem. That's that's entirely too over a huge problem. But no, but, it's but th- there's no need to get pissy all the time. I don't. People who get mad for the sake of getting mad is what makes me mad. Absolutely, tell, because it's, it's they, they so feel important. Silly, they feel, dude. They, well, not only do they feel important, and Ralph has said this a, a few times on the show, and it's a great point. Is that it's a small? Oh my God, Vinatieri missed, Vinatari missed it from six yards out. 
Yo, he not. You see how much snow came off yeah. the uprights? Holy shit! He just shit. missed that from 20, 23 yards out. We'll Yo, be fair. old man River, so zip it for a break. You have at the end of the first half. It is twenty four seven Chiefs. So my Colts pick is looking wonderful. Listen. He just fucking booted that one, and it hit the upright, and a Pulled bunch of left. snow came flying down. Listen, no matter so, what, I love you, Vin. Yeah, Vin- 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 Vinatieri. Vinatieri. Um, actually, another. Um, I'm actually mad at a celebrity. Another celebrity right now. Um, and Josh, young Joshua, this might interest you. Uh, Sophie Turner. Um, so our concerned. our beloved Sansa Stark on Game of Thrones. Yo, um, total, great actress, great actress. Character's um, a total bitch. Oh, she a, sucks. Yeah, but she was uh, talking on Twitter this week about, about how about how there shouldn't be any more jokes about mental health. That we can't I, joke about mental. We've been joking about mental health, addiction, suicide, depression. Most comics are incredibly depressed people. I mean, it's well, in order to get that funny, you have to you go have through to have some dark, serious You have to have shit. a dark place in your look, head. Look no further than Jim Jeffries and fucking uh, Jim Norton. Absolutely. As far as some of the dirtiest people and, out there. Absolutely. But you also have to take into consideration that just because it's a joke... It, it, it doesn't mean there, we're trying some, to stigmatize people that suffer from mental health. There's obviously issues. real life implications in what they say, but people take shit too fucking far when they realize it's just a fucking joke. Absolutely. All they're doing is making light of a situation and making fun of the absurdity and, and, of the situation. And one of the ways you destigmatize things is by making them normal, and jokes make things normal. And it, it helps people accept things that are taboo. Taboo subjects will always be part of comedy. And anyone telling me that we cannot, oh, is is this the Watchmen trailer? What is this? Is this the show? For, yeah, no, it is. Look, oh, look, it's look. for HBO? Yeah, no, it's the HBO show for Watchmen. Yeah, 100%. Is this, are we getting a trailer? Oh, never mind. Wow. It's actually something else. We lied. It Yo. was something else entirely, but it kind of looks cool. Straight up heel turn, though. Yeah. was not expecting is that. that. Oh, she's Ellen, in Ellen Page? I'm in. I'll watch the Umbrella Academy. Uh, so, guys, it's not Watchmen, although we did get a little teaser of that. But let's go back to the like Sophie Turner. She did a whole series of tweets. Tweets tweets about joking about mental health and uh, who is it her her place to say not to say that she doesn't suffer from some type of mental health disorder mental illness whatever right, that's not what i'm not denying that but if you don't like the comedy don't watch it it's if, that simple now there's a podcast that i'm very fond of the non-moms podcast and we had a discussion specifically about the newest ellen going back to ellen DeGeneres, her special she makes jokes about people that suffer from chronic illness and has saying what happened and just working out that's fine I get it. Oh, uh, I understand right. if you suffer from chronic il- illnesses, the pain, the illnesses that don't necessarily show themselves physically, but things like fibromyalgia and uh, arthritis, things like that. I get it. I have people like that in my direct family that suffer from it. Well, yeah, I mean, like there's obviously different circumstances However, that change. Uh, that. It has and things like that have directly impacted my life. The amount of times I've had to help my mom out, my aunt, my cousins, family members because they suffer from these chronic illnesses. I'll still laugh at the jokes. I'll laugh. You make of how many jokes have I made about my dead dad in your life? Plenty, but Plenty. listen, I mean, what the comedy does is that it makes those experiences relatable. Absolutely, and because the biggest issue with people that get in that type of mindset, and I've been there everyone's been there at some point in their life whether you've had or you haven't you'll get there and here's the part I'll tell you you're not alone because sure. cause that's the one thing you always think you're, and the comedy you're, you're makes you're you there. not alone and you sit there and you're like there's a, there's a guy on TV with a fucking room full of people joking about what I'm going through a multi-millionaire guys right. on the opposite on the spectrums and he feels as depressed as I do it's, sometimes it's, it, it not, not only makes the comedian more personable and you like that comedian more but it also makes you feel better about your current situation no matter Absolute, what it is absolutely and that's it, it's part of coping 
Yes. If, if you find something to help you cope, it's gonna it's gonna decrease that feeling, that sensation, and what's gonna happen? You're gonna come out of it, and you're not even gonna realize because three weeks after the fact, you're gonna feel fucking great about something so silly, and it's gonna make you forget you well, even had any fucking problems. And I think that's it's great, is what it that's is. That's part of the problem here in this discussion is that there is so much uncharted territory and discussion about mental health in general that people think that if you talk about it in what can be perceived as a negative light, it means that you're shunning these people and shaming these people. No. The problem with mental health and the general consensus around mental health is that there really isn't an understanding of it. It's different for everyone. No two people that are bipolar behave the same way. Um, what am I doing? Uh, okay, it was just a, was just a screensaver. Yeah. Scared the shit out of me, dude. Um, Turned so, into a fucking Zed show so in here. It, it, it's just a matter of no one truly understands the, the dimensions. It, it's so multidimensional mental health. And I, I've, I've had the amount of friends I've lost to things like suicide addiction it's endless i mean taylor how many times every month am i talking about it's, someone else that young joshua and i went to high school with that died of an overdose or anything to, like that to be honest it, for someone our age it's way too many people it's and, and i will say like it's 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 hit me too it's it's finally starting to hit like my school maybe it's because yeah. i'm getting older and stuff like that it's life like yeah, it just and, happens and I, and it's sad it and really is, is what to it is. think that i i'm someone that has a ton of not just the chronic illnesses my family is deeply impacted by both addiction and mental health in general, mental illness in general, and to think that I shouldn't be allowed to laugh at that, laughing about it makes it feel normal to me. Exactly, and, it normalizes uh, uh, the where, Whatever, I'm not, I'm not shunning for Sophie, Tur Sophie Turner's standpoint. If she suffers from some type of mental illness and the jokes upset her, she has every right to feel that way. But to think that people can't joke about it, there, I guarantee you, and this goes back to the the idea of joking about chronic, uh, chronic. Um, or chronic Fibre, illnesses, things like fibromyalgia, it may help a lot of people cope with it. For sure. I mean, honestly, part of coping for me and grieving my father was joking about it. It, it. it normalizes it and makes it feel like this is part of life. And to me, part of life is taking the abnormal, the subhuman levels of things, the things that we don't ever want to think of happening, and putting them to a level that makes them so silly and absurd. Right. And out of, I'll tell you a great story, a joke I said to Ralph once. Okay. We were at the... Um, the, the wake of a friend's family member and mm -hmm. uh, we're talking about it and um i we're, we're just sitting there talking like we're whispering you know well, how yeah you're that's wake, how you kind of kind of say things like yeah, you gotta use your inside voice you don't want to just sit there like oh look at that fucking bag, bag of shit in that casket and i said to <laughs> ralph so extreme. I, I said to ralph i was like ralph when's the last time you think your parents had sex he goes i don't, I don't know it had to be a while ago they're you know they're older i said oh When's the last time you think my parents had sex? Oh my god! <laughs> and he's like, uh, no. and it, it makes Dark. me feel like I can live with the, um, the profound sadness and loss I feel at times because it makes it normal. It, right. it, it, it taking things that suck and putting a well, twist on them. You don't have to like it. It's right. not for everyone. Well, I will make jokes about 9/11. I'll make jokes about Columbine. I'll make jokes about Sandy Hook. I'll make jokes about anything. I don't care. Right. But if you think that there's not a difference between the way I deliver it and the way I say it and my actual feelings, correct. The loss here is on you because you're choosing to box out the multi multiple angles I can come from. No, and you're a thousand percent right. I also believe wholeheartedly that people just cope differently. You know, yeah, not, listen, not everyone's us. I mean, dealing with the loss of a family member, you dealt with it one way. I dealt with the loss of a family member my own particular way. And I, I think there's I think there's no problem with that. I, I think the problem is 
is it just goes back to the initial point, which is you you gotta we gotta stop telling people how they should feel about a certain situation. What they should find funny as well. Also, yeah, exactly because every everything, especially because it's entertainment, it's all perceived differently. Completely, and we're, and we're all different people, and we all like different things. So if I like Crystalia and Dan doesn't, which is a known fact, yeah, it's not a big fucking. I'm not deal. saying he's not funny. I'm saying he's not funny to me. That's. That's all you have to say. Yeah. Because that makes so, total so sense. So you know what I do rather fine. than complain about his comedy? I don't fucking I don't watch, watch it. it. It's a pretty simple formula unless you're a fucking asshole. Well, it's the same, dude. Like, if, if there's a subject a comedian is legitimately going over and I feel uncomfortable with it, like, if I'm at the show, I stand there and I just take it, right? But if yeah, I'm watching sure. it, what do I do? I rewind. Because the fucking same people at the comedy shows and they'll script there, you're being racist, you're doing this, you're being outlandish. You're literally ruining the experience for every Absolutely. other person that, that paid hard, their hard-earned money and because you're so much of a self-righteous douchebag. You know, I, I did get yelled at. Fucking on annoying. T- I got yelled at on Twitter this week by a guy I actually like from another podcast. Um, He was talking about the movie, again, Green Book. Um, And he was... Still he, haven't seen it. I really who, have to Who see just it. tried to airplay here? I think... Uh, uh, who am I looking at? Young, Joshua. Josh, did you just try no! to airplay? Are you what trying did he do? Oh, I think he's... You just turned off the game. It's halftime, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, but still. Um, I think he's playing our video for us. Um, so I'm interested to see. So guys, um, at this point, you saw it at the beginning of our video. Hi guys, again, our first live video format. This is pretty sick. Um, Josh and I today, and this actually goes into my next subject pretty well. Then I'll talk about the the podcast um, that I got into an argument with. Um, to this a week, nice argument. This week, it ended very civilly, and he okay, may good. he may call in soon, so him and I can have an actual discussion about okay, this. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, uh, today, this week is the 20 year anniversary <laughs> of The Sopranos. Um, I'm extremely thrilled about it being such a big fan. I was just there today. Um, so we, three. Uh, uh, jo- young Joshua and I, took a drive through um, the actual opening thing. Like we actually did, like driving Stop, through the you ticket. Went down the turn, you went yeah, down the turnpike, dude. And, yo, the ticket didn't come out. That's the yeah, best no, part. That's, it, that's literally what happened. Yo, that's so, the way I go every day. Dude, I'm not gonna say where, but that's the way I go. Yeah. So look, we had, we had the plane flying over. <laughs> just says Ralph. <laughs> yeah, Ralph. Drive safely. <laughs> no like, last name. So um, it, again, and actually, we're gonna dive in as we watch. This is this. cool as shit. Um, grow out. Yeah, it just says grow out. We didn't yeah. put his full name. Oh um, we got a bunch of things on here. We had a a lot of fun doing this today. We put our own interesting spin on it. Um, it's going to be the opening to the vid- first video uh, companion for. We put dude, random things where we're just talking, dude. It's literally so weird, like watching you drive by all the places I go to work. Yeah, like, like Pizza Land. I was just there today. <laughs> How funny is it? Select the ticket. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Dude, this video. Why are you down? Why are you all the way down on the boards, dude? Look, and now we're back in West Melbourne. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, this is fucking great, dude. You guys are crazy with this. Dude, we had so Holy much fun shit. doing this today. I it imagine. Was so, so um, being the 20-year anniversary of The Sopranos, again, you can go to youwatchilisten.com. I just posted my uh, 10 favorite episodes of the show. Number one was obviously Pine Barrens. Pine Barrens is um, great. It's the without best question. episode I've seen. So <laughs> created by Dan and Ralph uh, as we drive through the center of town. Uh, this was, <laughs> The best part is that's my cousin's house. <laughs> <laughs> no, we parked there. Yeah, look, we parked there, yeah. Oh, dude, that's a great shot, actually. That's how pretty fucking, sick. How fucking cool. This. Fuck that road right there to the left. Fuck yeah. them and fuck that sign. You know what I'm talking about. Yo, are you kidding me, dude? How fucking fantastic is this? Look how haggard your bush is. Yeah, well, it's dead. It's the fucking middle of winter. Oh, dude. Dude, what the gun is the yeah, L? Yeah, dude. Yo, everyone saw this at this point. Joshua, great oh, work. If we're still recording, I need everyone to see. Uh, uh, a nice. I'm not going to stand up because I don't care. I was a part of it. 
Yeah, that was your first time really seeing it. That you was could sit fucking down. cool, dude. Um, yeah, no, that was cool. But uh, this week being the 20-year anniversary oh, of The fell. Sopranos, how far into The Sopranos are you, Taylor? Almost done with season five. Okay. We have like two more episodes left. So what was the last episode you watched? Well, the last thing I remember, two completely different things. The last sure. thing I remember was Christopher beating, beating the shit out of his actor buddy because he owed him money, and then he tried to pawn his Emmy, and the guy's like, eh, I'll give you 15. Yeah. What? It's a fucking Emmy. It's an and Emmy, he, dude. And he goes, I got a laptop. That character's and, great. That, yeah. His, his a sponsor? Dude, yeah. <laughs> dude, he goes, uh, you know, I got a laptop in the back seat. Well, I'll give you 50 for that. And he just takes the Emmy. Fuck you. And Christopher takes his car eventually. That was, yo, really nice Beamer. Yeah. I remember seeing those on so the road back in the right day. So you're right at the beginning of um the, the beef between Johnny Sack and Tony Soprano. It, it, we all see. Hey, Johnny I, I Sack see is coming. always smoking. I, yeah, because he's pissed. And yeah. he took that 90-pound mole off his wife's ass. <laughs> oh. but How no, great is Ralph Cifaretto? He was great. And Joe Pantoliano was such a scumbag. Le- legitimately upset when he died, but the way he died was fantastic. <laughs> the wig. Yeah, that was fucking great. Um. But I have to say, like, as someone who was the biggest drum beater in the world for saying The Sopranos is the most overrated show, and now you're like, I have no problem putting that on, on record, too, because I said it. Yeah, I yeah hey, listen, you, can, you have to own up to your mistakes. I, I very much. So now you're like, I get it. My fucking words. I get it now. I'm only upset because Furio was my favorite character, and he's back in Italy right How now. How fucked was it when Tony, he almost pushed Tony in front of the helicopter? Out uh, of control. That. The, the the show there are some there are some moments like it lulls you to sleep for a second yeah and then one big thing happens you're like whoa well, because dude, the thing is shit. people don't realize I was talking to Josh about this earlier like, there's an episode it's of season two show, there's an episode oh. of season two that is probably my least favorite episode of the series but it it sets up things that take such a a para, uh, such a big turn for the show okay and that's the episode when Tony goes to Italy with uh, Paulie and Christopher was well, because yeah no well, I hear because you, yeah. there's a couple things there it's the first time Christopher uses heroin which becomes yes. a major story. Line. No, it's very much. And I think it just concluded and, really and where I'm at. Um, yeah. uh, probably, yeah. Um, and then you meet Furio for the first time. Yep. They're long-standing storylines. One of my favorite parts is the episode before when Uncle June first gets out of prison and he falls in the shower and he goes, Your sister's cunt! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when Junior gets stuck in the sink for all day and Bobby Bacala shows up, Junior, what are you doing? Um, I actually, I'm taking a fucking I have, shit. I have a little, like I have a little announcement. I think um, Bobby Bacala is going to be calling into the show soon. Yo, homie <laughs> followed me on Twitter and I cannot say... I'm so happy because he was one of my favorite fucking characters. Dude, he's great. Well, I don't think he's dead, but no. what I'm saying is like, not well, he's obviously alive. He followed me. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, <laughs> <laughs> no, his character is probably one of my unsung heroes of the entire the series. Best, he's fucking great. One of the best lines in the show is when um they're in, the, in Bada Bing and uh, Vito, Fat Vito, who's skinny now. I believe you're at the point where he lost weight. Um, that might be remember. season six, actually. So you're close. Uh, but you've met Vito a couple times. Yeah, for he, sure. Yeah, and uh, it's Vito and Bobby standing next to <laughs> each other. Chris threw and, a sandwich at him. Yeah, um, Vito and Bobby are standing in the back of the Bada Bing, and uh, <laughs> Paulie goes. Um, this is the episode when um, uh, Ralphie kills the Tracy, the stripper outside. Oh which yeah, is that, so fun. Yo, that was so fucked up. Paulie sees him. It's Bobby and Vito standing next to each other. He goes, "It's like a weight loss commercial. There's before, <laughs> before and, and way before. before. Fucking yeah. great." So every what, time he talks like this, yeah. I can't fucking. Oh my god. What's, What's great, though, about being a Sopranos fan right now is there's so much this nostalgia coming up, all these different things that are going on. And in the the meantime, they're making the prequel movie, which I'm super excited. Did you hear about the prequel movie? I I heard. I I don't know. I'll give you the details. It is about it's called The Many Saints of Newark. And it's about Badass. the race riots in the New- in Newark back in the day, okay. where my dad grew up in Patterson during the time, Patterson-Newark area, right. while this was happening. And it's going to be mostly about Tony's father, Uncle June, 
Um, young Tony is confirmed to be in it officially. Okay, good. Um, there's probably going to be lots of other things. You'll get to meet a young Jackie Aprile, the original New Jersey boss. Oh, the one the, he died in season one because he had Correct. cancer? Correct. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, you'll probably get to see Feach early on, the guy that Tony, okay. that you remember Feach, how yeah. he got screwed over? <laughs> yeah, He's dude. in it for like three episodes. That's fucking, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm about that. Uh, I'm really excited to see it. It's, gonna, it's a great idea to do. I'd rather them go back and revisit storylines we've heard about rather right. than bring someone else to play Tony as a like cuz Gandolfini's the only person that could have played Tony after the season the series finale. Right. Um going back though, you could probably do something really interesting. I, I was going to say I mean to me when I was watching the show and I'm obviously still not done but the, learning about Tony's father and how Tony got into the I love those backstory unquote, episodes, family business. Those backstory episodes. Like it was so cool when I was watching when you uh like when he followed his father to work one day and he yeah. uh, and he got pinched and all you see is Uncle Junior Looking all like with his Coke bottle glasses and sure. his black hair, sure. it's it's really cool to see like, like when you like something you follow the origin story because it gives you more lore well, and it, better content for the characters and that just makes it so much more memorable and a great show to me. I was explaining because um, the, the landlord fi- the landlord finally agreed to watch uh, the Sopranos the whole way through because she found the first season boring, which I would agree that's the worst season. It is the worst. Um, season. It's definitely the worst season. I'm gonna put the game back on. Yeah, please. Um, but what I told her is the thing with the Sopranos compared to other shows is that the storylines are over a long period of time. Like, right. an episode that happens in season three, the the storyline that's planted, it may not be wrapped up until season five. Like well, yeah, I said, with the sure. Italy episode, plants the seed about Christopher and the heroin addiction, and Furio it doesn't get resolved until the next season. That's and, season two. Right. It is, if you're a fan of the show, the arcs it weaves and the way it goes, it's brilliant. Um, so it's going to be agree. really cool to see what they do with the movie. Um, I got a couple other stories here for you. Let's hit um, it. So let's talk a little pro wrestling right now okay. um some big news in the pro wrestling world right now is the um yes. the beginning of aew um, oh, which and, i'm, I'm dude, very excited to see do it, dude. and the thing I'm, I'm most excited about and i talked about young joshua with this earlier is that they're not trying to go head to head with wwe do which your own smart. thing do your own thing that's stand yeah. out be different young joshua by the way would you mind heading into the 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 um the you watch i listen home and retrieving my bottle of proper 12 and uh ginger ale from the fridge. The proper 12 and, is on the counter next to the and fridge. And another glass, Joshua. Yeah, yeah just... Uh, Thank you, sir. Really <coughs> just appreciate shout to the series. landlord when you first walk in, um, and we'll continue this. Um, just so, walk in, say, <laughs> landlord, I'm home. Yeah. Landlord, it's me. Well, she makes fun of him more than anyone I know, so yeah, that's, that's not, pretty that's, cool. That's um, so, AEW starting up. A uh, lot of really uh, uh, great wrestlers have already signed. They're still... Yep. It, most likely Chris getting, Jericho signed. Chris Jericho signed, signed which is great. Um, I like that he didn't leave on bad terms with WWE, because I think that's a door he should always leave open, because he is such a, a pillar of WWE over the last cool. 25 years. Um, but I, I'm I'm excited to see. Uh, most likely, Kenny Omega is going there, barring something insane. Because he, um, I mean, he already said he's not going to go to WWE or, well, or it's, whatever it's the rumor that is he's not. Because they don't. But they, they don't offered him. him the, creative. It's, it's not because WWE didn't try. No, but it's I, and I understand yeah. why they don't want to give up creative. I get it. Right. If there was anyone you were going to give it up to, it's him. But it's such a dangerous territory for a company like that. Um, but a public it's, it's going to be really exciting to see what they do as they come to all these different cities, how they're going to stand out if they get their TV deal, which it sounds like they will with either TNT or TBS, um, just to have something that's a little different. And I'm still a WWE fan, but something WWE is a show. Uh, something like AEW tells me it's going to be way more about the in-ring product and um, these guys that are just pure artists on the mat. 
which yeah, is what sure. they're all about. Um, and Jericho is doing some of the best work of his career. We say this every time Jericho's in there, but he this does is the, the best, best he's ever been. It's, but it's every time he's that good. I mean, yeah. the fact that Jericho is still going. He's I think he's what forty seven, forty eight. He's old now, and yeah. he's still great. And his character keeps evolving. His last WWE run might have been my favorite one with the Festival of Friendship with the, Kevin yeah, Owens. The, the, everything with the the fact that he got a clipboard and pen over the list, the, the list. list, the paintings he gave him and Owens of them pointing to each other. Yeah. He was just a brilliant guy. He was just so funny, and it's going to be really exciting to see what they can do, who they can bring in, who from WWE leaves and comes over. Well, and- I, I was going to say too the big thing. I loved the um, like like the pep rally that they held down in Jacksonville. Yeah, it was great, brilliant. And one of the coolest things ever was uh, I think it was Hangman Page was like talking to whatever. Great, and all, you, and all you see is fucking. Well, formerly known as Neville, yeah, shows pack, up, pack. and the fucking place goes nuts. Yeah, I, I, I've always had a thing. Excuse me, I've always had a thing for indie wrestling. I don't know what it was, and he'll be the first one to tell you that. That I've always loved, like the indie feel of is that everything. Too much for you, or is that good? No, that's fine. Because okay. I'm, I'm hanging for a while. Okay, this is the only one I'm gonna have. But like I said, the cool thing was that it just. It's different. It's a different product because, listen, I, I, as much as I love Ring of Honor, as much as I love New Japan, it gets old after a while. And to be honest, like I think New Japan peaked with all the Kenny Omega, Okada matches. Uh, I would agree matches. with that. It, that's the best any company has done in a very long time, to be honest. So I, I just really have to... Um, whatever hey, subscription, whatever major, app, whatever it is, I'm legit A major shout-out to fucking Cody Rhodes for the... the, the the trail he's blazing. The balls you have to take to walk away from a company like WWE and, like that. And become your own thing. And to be fair, I will say this right now, and this isn't a popular opinion. Cody's not that good in ring. He's not bad by any means. No, right. He never carries a match. I think he's a great character. I think he's a very, very intelligent guy. Um, and it's just really cool to see him kind of following in his father's footsteps. Well, um, I was going to say, I mean, like this run is, I would say, on par with Dusty. Not on, no, I, I don't no, know about that's, that. Uh, he's he's getting different. into the territory where he he's can compare himself to his father, but he's got to have you know a few of those seminal moments, right. that big moment where he wins the big one. Because when they did All In, I guess he had it because he won the NWA title. All in but was the crazy. match, the match wasn't that good, and it just didn't feel like. That should have been it for Cody. So I'm excited to see that because I'm such a fan of the Rhodes family from his mm-hmm. father to Goldust to uh, Cody. Uh, Brandy is great. She's a great gimmick. She's a great valet. Um, and to see who, I think they're probably going to get Gallows and Anderson. I could see them getting guys like Zack Ryder. Mm-hmm. Um, guys that prob- they, they, can do, they could do great things in WWE, but they're just not a place for them. Because WWE, it's in a weird place right now, and I'm hoping that they push WWE to up their game. Because that's when Vince is at his best. And I hope this is a. I and think it's serious I think, competition. I think for it's sure. gonna. I think it's gonna take some time for AEW to get there. But I want to see the first time Hunter has to have like his balls checked. But yeah, I'm not sure. worried about them because uh, we can complain about the Raw product all we want. SmackDown is still fantastic, but NXT is fucking. F- People don't realize like you talk about oh WWE sucks, but then they'll say NXT is good. It's the same product. It's the same fucking thing. It's part of WWE. Listen, I completely agree with you, but the thing is that, listen, that puts NXT over. Now we're using wrestling terms. Sure. But the thing that puts NXT over for me, because like I said, I love that indie feel. And because the it, crowd. Feels like, it feels like NXT gives the fans exactly what they want. Yeah, like, well, when, like when the war games, the, well, the, 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 the four-way w- tag. The WWE oh product God. is 
uh, appealing to demographics and product selling and things like that. That's, and yeah. it is what it is. Raw is in a weird place. I think SmackDown has been wonderful. If I was going to watch any product, if I was someone that wasn't watching WWE TV regularly, it's SmackDown. Well, Daniel Bryan is a heel right now, is doing some of the best work of his... I love Daniel Bryan right, right now. Right. The promo he cut on Tuesday... I, go ahead, wanna, pull, wanna, come closer. Go ahead. Get, in get, get, get closer to the mic if you're going to say something, young Josh. That's the hypertension working up. <laughs> that's that, right. that's oh, the doll. No, just, just grab the mic and then put it back. Yeah, there so, you go. I haven't watched SmackDown or Raw. In a Come while. closer. Get closer. Mic closer to your face. Go right here. All right. So now, now further, 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 further. What the fuck? No, no, no. A little bit further. Mahomes now, now closer. Mahomes just threw a now closer. fucking pick. Now close, closer, now farther, closer. Farther. I'm serious. Closer. Farther. Now a little bit further. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. What are you gonna say about Daniel Isn't Bryan? Isn't it bad how he gets you? Like he's yeah. he's being sincere right, for like so five I seconds. Raw or SmackDown in a while. You're still not I talking. Figure... No, genuinely, you're not talking to the mic. Okay. Yeah. So I haven't watched Raw or SmackDown in a while, right? Sure. And I figure it's getting close to the Royal Rumble time. Let me jump. It's WrestleMania in. season. Let me sure. figure out what's going on. Who's you know who's getting pushed? Who, who's who's over? Yeah. Uh, and that promo. He cut Dude, a promo. So, so Taylor, he cut a promo. Okay. Um, his whole gimmick now is he's basically being himself about him being a vegan and being green. Uh-huh. And he's up at the concession stand talking about how you fill yourself with nitrates and all this <laughs> processed food. There's some fan sitting at a table. He takes the fan's hot dog and he just throws it at his face. <laughs> and the fan sold it like he just took a knockout punch. That's fucking great. <laughs> and then he takes someone's soda and throws it at them. The work Daniel Bryan is doing right now is nothing short of wonderful. Well, has, um, well so as, as per both of you maybe a couple months ago but hasn't Becky Lynch wasn't Becky Lynch on like a stone cold no, she still is. Like she's the hot. most she's the most over really? superstar male or female right now she because came I, out, well, John Cena came out uh, when he first made his you know I'm back now appearance his weird hair yeah, yeah Becky cut, came out she came out and she cut a promo on him about uh, about uh, Nikki Bella leaving him Yo. And it was fired. Dude. Yeah, it's um, it, she's... when wrestling crosses the threshold of being yes. real life and like and uh, not breaking oh, wait, kayfabe. Chiefs are going it for it on fourth down yeah, uh, in, Colts, in Colts territory. But I like that. Put keep the the you foot have on to. the gas. It's the fucking playoffs. You got to go for oh, it. Oh, he's so good, Mahomes. Oh, get him. Beautiful That's coverage. It. Good work, Colts. Is that Jabal Sheard again? No, another guy. Nope. Uh, was that Darius Leonard? Yeah, I think. Yep. No, no, no. Yeah, it was Darius, Darius oh, Leonard. Shit. Yeah. Defensive rookie of the year. Um, no, but uh, it, WrestleMania season's always different. I feel like if you're somewhat of a wrestling fan, WrestleMania season comes up and you're just like, okay, yeah. it's just in your blood. It. It's in your DNA, and going to it's going to be fun, and doing the tailgate with the show is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, I'm going to uh, be there for that. I yeah. About that. Um, there so is I'm some. The there, there is some other news that happened in wrestling that Joshua and I were talking about earlier. Um, do you know the indie wrestler Priscilla Kelly? I've heard the name, but so, I don't know for sure. So she made headlines uh, last week. Okay. Oh, there was a penalty on the Colts? That's terrible. Was it an automatic first down? It has to be, because it was a fourth and five, so it's five-yard Well, yard it depends penalty, on what no kind of penalty. Yep, first, first and ten. And ten. Wow. Um, so awful. Priscilla Kelly was working. Uh, it was like a, It looked like it was an outdoor event, and she was <laughs> she's wrestling her opponent. It's a 15-yard penalty because oh, he taunted the fucking ref. Oh, what a ref. dumb asshole. You dumb piece of shit. Wow. Oh, what a dummy. Yo, the Colts he, player he hit on him fourth with and the, fifth, they, the five, they sacked. Um, uh, Pat Mahomes, and then oh, number ninety six just took a fucking taunting penalty to the um, ref. So, so Priscilla Kelly, she was um, it was looked like it was a hardcore Priscilla match, Presley? Joshua. Yeah. Um, she uh, she took her bloody tampon out of her 
vagina. So this is not on WWE's way. No. This is not on WWE. Okay. And she fucking just pelted her opponent with the bloody the face, dude. With the tampon. So okay, so here's my question. Was it like was it like no, a No, 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 it wasn't it wasn't like a like did, legit. Did did she sell it though? Oh yeah, yeah oh, they yeah, sold yeah. it and all the crowd was uh, like So what I don't, are think, you, I don't think you can understand. So people are very unhappy about this, including yeah. people like uh not just the Jim Cornette's of the world, but Jim Ross. All these pissed are, them off. The one that yeah, the one yeah, that bothered dude, like me the most. People, the one that bothered really? me the most about being mad about it, and I like this guy a lot, is David Arquette. Mm-hmm. He just worked a death match a yeah. few weeks ago and was got fucked up in it. And he was saying, That's not for me. Dude, you almost got killed. Yeah. Um, and you're well, complaining. A lot of people were talking yeah, about it. Dude, but like, like Joey, Joey, Joey Ryan with his dick is this it's it's, it's the same similar. Shit. Unless he I mean, the only similar thing would be is if he's just coming on people. Like <laughs> his finishing move is like, here's a rope on your face. <laughs> Take his his move is just his move is just called the warm load <laughs> and he drops it on him on your forehead so what priscilla kelly did i personally it's not for me like to me like it's okay it but, sounds so ridiculous what like, you just said. I, I hope someone like their next thing they do is like they they shart and they wiped it <laughs> shart into their hand and their movie's just called the the monkey and they throw the shit at their opponent <laughs> oh, <laughs> and yeah, they start going dude <laughs> you know, instead of the Dudley boys, get the tables. All you get the entire get crowd. The duty. Three, two, one, cup of soup. Yeah. <laughs> Fart to your hand and throw it at him. <laughs> the Dirty oh Sanchez God. is the finisher. <laughs> I'm Dirty Sanchez. Have you ever Dirty Sanchez someone? Yes, I have. So my friend Court Zona. Uh-oh. Are we saying names now? Yeah, whatever. She's on the street somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just speaking the truth. I'm sorry. I don't know who you are, but you probably can't hear this. You guys can tell I'm getting a little drunk now. Are uh, you? Uh, I don't remember what it, are you? what day it was, but I, she like walked by me, and I said, oh. And I, I literally go, oh. And I stick my finger so, in my ass. She walks by, and I just... It was more of a stink finger, because <laughs> it went across... Both her upper lip and into her mouth. Oh, no. so, so, so what you're saying is you hit her with a dirty Sanchez and then you simultaneously fish hooked her. Oh, okay. They gave the Colts the ball, but they backed up 15 yards. That's yeah. a good. That's the right call. They shouldn't get that a first down. That would be down. smart. No, if the Chiefs would have got a first down because yeah. of that, that would have been so fucked. Yeah, I agree, I agree with that. That's um, fucking stupid. So, yeah, I gave her the stink finger dirty Sanchez because I'm gross. You know, she also was someone that I, did I embarrassed. Your, did you pull your sleeve up like you're going to give her a stink <laughs> oh, face? Oh, I, I just fucking work her like a ventriloquist. <laughs> Um, I she was someone I remember. She was like so self conscious about losing her virginity, Ugh. and when she the day I remember the day she lost it. As weird as that sounds, her and my buddy went up into the his no, room. Don't 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 blow past say, that. I'm not going to say his name. Okay, never mind. Um, never mind. It, it's uh, D, uh, Danny Appel. Fuck it, whatever. We're not friends anymore. Uh, okay. I'm going to dark places. I don't care. I'm I'm going to be editing this later. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> You won't be able to say his fucking name later. No, I don't care. Whatever. No. Neither it's one of fine. them is going to hear it. So, wow. um, they went up into the room. And it was during. It was before the Seahawks Steelers Super Bowl. That's where my memory Lame is. Lame ass Super and, Bowl. And she was a Lame. big. And she was a big Avril Lavigne fan. And I remember that song. It was like, Why did you think that I was going to give it up to you? Wait, wait, wait. What? This time. Keep, no, hold on. Let's keep it going because I need to figure this out. So she was up in the Lyrics, room. Lyrics, asshole. She was, I just sang it. Yeah, but like uh, more. Don't try. I don't remember the rest of it. I just remember that part because she came down the stairs so, after they did the cherry popping. So it wasn't and, It wasn't Skater Girl or no, Complicated. No, it, was it was another it, song it that no the, one knows. It was the single immediately after Complicated. Well, um, I clearly not a single. No, no, no it was, there was a music video. I swear Stop. to God. Uh, I swear to God. I'll pull it up Avril right Levine now. 
fucking stinks. Um, yeah, she always stunk. So she stunk ass she, and shit. She came down the stairs after doing the 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 old the, the old in out in out love, and <laughs> she came down the stairs, the and old. I could tell that she just had her bloody show. And Danny's uh, sheets were stained. Your vernacular is scary. I know. And, uh, Danny's sheets were bloody, and I started singing it. Did you think that I was gonna give it up to you this time? And she's like, "You're a fucking asshole." I was like, "That is terrible." I was like, "Yeah, but you're gonna be sore tomorrow." Oh my god! <laughs> and uh, and she's still one of my best friends to this day, um, even though she's homeless. Dark. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm, well, I, I, that's I, terrible. I, I, it bugs I, me. Out. But I can't speculate. Is, I don't. But know. The, the thing is, like, I I should be allowed to talk about this because I'm probably one of the only people that is like caring about her and checking in outside of her own family. Okay. I know I said her name. I don't care. I really don't because <laughs> I hope someone hears it and says, "Let's help that girl." I don't want people laughing at her. I'm but sorry. I'm gonna. I, uh, no, no, As I'm laugh laughing. away. I don't give a fuck. But no, it's, I'm it's laughing because you're like. Fuck it, I don't care, I'll use your name. No, you no, no, fuck it. Whatever, we're here. Whatever, we do it live. This is what fuck. we do. Let me see if I have any other stories do here. Do you? Um, yeah, I do. Oh, I gotta, okay. So, how many of you guys share a streaming service with someone? Like, you, someone gave you their password, or you gave someone your password? I do. Okay, so there is Everyone a, does. There is a new think. AI that's been developed, and it's debuting um, at uh, the next, whatever, E3, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's going to track people who share passwords and streaming services. I said, uh, it's an interesting place to debut that. Fuck I you! Again. Yeah, seriously, go fuck yourself. That's what I say. Oh, did the Colts Why get the ball E3? back? I don't want to see that. No, well, uh, uh, Chiefs, Chiefs fumbled, and then she's got it back. Right. I don't. Well, I, I want to see Elder Scrolls 6, not this bullshit. But what I don't fuck? want... Stop! Yeah, I, don't use, I don't have my own HBO Go. I use someone else's who is using someone else's, and they gave it to me. <laughs> oh, so, oh so, so it screws you is what you're saying. It screws not just I me, but I am all them. for it. I pay for my own. Fuck yeah, them all. Wait, wait till you... Whose do you use? You must use someone's something. I use my own, dickhead. No, I pay don't. for my you own. Must, yes, you, I do. You have to use... No, everyone uses someone That's else's... Not, it's not true. 19, whatever year it is, fuck it. If someone, use it if someone has given out their password... Okay, I didn't entirely tell the truth. Yeah, you're a liar and a twat. I borrow my dad's HBO. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and like your dad doesn't even else. like you. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> That's what, yo, he, he I haven't found me. out how my dad feels about me in a long time. <laughs> And left turn and right there. And there we go. And um, scene. So I think it's streaming that that idea that AI. It's not a terrible idea. It's gonna okay from a business standpoint. It's brilliant. Yes. If I, I own one of these services, fuck y'all. I'm I'm jerking you guys for every fucking cent you're worth. But every cent you're not paying. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna pay for everything you want to use. You want to watch from Justin to Kelly on HBO HD streaming. Why is it on HBO? Yo, now, now in 4K. I don't know. But if that's what you want to watch, you're going to fucking pay for you it. Watch Turner you're not Hoops. using your fucking asshole friend from high school who you just act like you like because you want to use his fucking thing. You're going to pay for to watch this bullshit. Definitely girls sucking dick for HBO Dude, passwords. I'm, like 100%. I, how often do you put on a movie? Like, I, I want to watch Bird Box. Last, huh? night, last <laughs> night I was actually excited because we finished watching that shitty fifth, The Favorite and then I was like, well, what do we want to watch? And landlord's like, just so put something on. So it's not said, the favorite. So I'm that going through Netflix. You know what they added? Rash. You know what they added to Netflix that I'm so happy about? The interview that I already no, paid no, for. No, no, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yes, they did. Yes, I was so happy. I don't care that I bought it because it's worth Dude, all the fucking money in the world. It's worth every and single fly, time. Yo, Flying Circus is on there Dude, too. I know that's on there. The, my favorite great. part in Monty Python and the Holy Grail is when they're doing the Knights of the Round Table song, and yeah. it just cuts to the guy hanging yeah, up, yeah. and he's just. 
just clapping and he's one of the, the fucking funniest damn movies of all time. Oh, but dude. that that AI. Oh look, it's, oh, look, it's the scene. It's uh, the troll from scene twenty four. That <laughs> troll two. I'll always watch troll. Troll two, two is awful. It's great. Stop. Grow up. So <laughs> I gotta up. I gotta tell you about What's this, this fucking actor. deal. But I gotta give a shout out to my buddy Jake. Jake, my shout buddy, out Jake. my buddy Jake. Um, told Jacob. Me, he he was texting me about this actor. His name is um Jake alone. No, okay. So he says his name is Noel Albert Gilliam. That's what I'll call him. But he's also Gil- known as Noel Gilliam. G. And it says he's best known for his portrayal of Southern Cali- Californian gangsters. Okay. So what do those look like? Oh, dude. So he, the first it's movie, such a major his, tubular, bro. His first. Okay, so these are some of the it's movies like the he the was valley. in. This is the some of the movies he was in. He was in The Animal with Rob Schneider. He was in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer show. He was his first, show was cool. His first big breakthrough movie was The Fast and the Furious. He played Hector in the original Fast and the Furious. Hector. He was in Training Day. He was on the X Files. Now Taylor, I'm going to show you his um his movies. Don't show he's me his been dick. In. No. <laughs> Why have I ever done that? Plenty of fucking times. Who's dick. You're <laughs> literally. Um, that was so, awful. Okay, I'm going to start out from the beginning. His very first movie in 1999. What's his name? Look, just I'm going to scroll through. Where am I looking? Right, right at the bottom. Get real. And what's what's his role? Read Hector. the roles. Okay, his next movie is Price of Glory. What's his name? Hector. Okay, next movie is um Gang Leader Hector. The animal. <laughs> all right, all right, wait, wait, we're in the year two thousand. This is the Barrio Murders. What's his name? Just read the bottom one. Why did you typecast as Hector? That's what I want. Wait, wait. <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Hector. Okay. The Fast and the Furious. Ooh, ooh, ooh. pick me, pick me. Oh, what's what's the answer, Taylor? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, is it Hector? It's Hector. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm All right, sorry. What, uh, Joshua, I want you to Hector? take. A, I want you to take a guess. He was in the Oscar-winning Training Day. What do you think his character's name was? Was it Hector? It was Hector. Yo. All right. All right. So now he's in an episode of the X Files, and his name is just First Gangbanger. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I think I need to jingle this because this is. Inappropriate. <laughs> All right, wait, wait, we're going to go on. SJW. We're going to The gangster hit. What's his name, Taylor? Who, uh, who is Hector? <laughs> who is Hector? Without a trace. Hector? We're in year 2002, by the way. <laughs> wait, he's in Masked and Anonymous. What's his name? Hector? No, it's Inmate Hector. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, this I like is how there's Malibu's, different versions of Hector. Malibu's Most Wanted. What's his name, Taylor? Uh, his name is Hector. <laughs> Hector. Old school. <laughs> He's student Hector. <laughs> Stop. Wait, this is, what's this his is name? A, this what's is, his, what's this his is, name in Double Blade? Double Double Blade? Bottom one. Oh, uh, let me see. Let me get my glass. Hector. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> National Security with Martin Lawrence. This is not PC, but it's a Latino convict Hector. <laughs> Wait. SWAT. Latino thug Hector. This is awful. Wait. Bruce Almighty. Hector. Where was he at Bruce Almighty? Wait, El, wait, hold on. El Matador. A movie called El Matador. He's Barthug Hector. Barthug! Wait, Party Animals? Hector. <laughs> Employee of the Month. He's just chicken. <laughs> wait, and then... El that, Pollos Hermanos. So now it starts to get a little more fair. He was known as Rico Dominguez. <laughs> <laughs> Paco, wait, wait. This is my favorite one. In the movie Duck, his role was Lord of the Garbage. <laughs> Wait, so Hart, he, then he goes as Flacco, Santos, Gio, Roofhood, Dusty, Diablo, Caesar, Subway Thug, Fat Cap, Angel, Big Dino, Mechanic, G-Man, Cholo 2, <laughs> Chino, Quicks, Julio, uh, Jorge Wardell, Detective... <laughs> This so, one, <laughs> this one doesn't make sense. Detective Anderson, <laughs> Frankie Tahoe, 
credited as Noel G. Yeah. Raymond Mata. <laughs> wait, wait. Raymond read his Mata. name. Read his name all the way at the bottom. A voice he did on the Cleveland show. Oh my God! I must be- read his name at the bottom next to Cleveland. <laughs> lazy, <laughs> lazy like Jay Z, but lazy. <laughs> Felipe, Delamar, Ruben, Rex, oh, <laughs> Ramon. I want to see if he has any Hectors since that. I don't year. even know who we're wait, talking about anymore. Furious Seven. He was brought back as Hector. Hector. Oh my God, Hector. Oh, hey, oh my Holy God. Shit. Like, at what point do you say, like, hey, oh. this is typecasting? Oh my God. Dude, I'm Dude, fucking crying. I got Jake. Shit. Jake, uh, my buddy Jake in California. Oh. He's coming out to New York City in March. I'll get to meet him for the first time. Jake. Thank you for that because that oh was fucking brilliant. Jake, I'm Jake, I, Jake, I, I'm gonna buy you a fucking beer when I meet. That you was back. fucking wonderful. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I didn't. Oh, I have one other. St- I have actually two others. Um, one, I, we're gonna go with one other. Um, did you hear about the new Thirty for Thirties coming out? Yeah, I heard the it list was, of them. Yeah, dude, no, dude, dude I, they're yeah. fucking great. Dude, I heard. Did you hear the one about Hector though? Hector, yeah, Hector, Hector. <laughs> yeah, but he's actually playing uh, Joel. He's playing Joel. <laughs> um, so the new Thirty for Thirties. Uh, I don't know if you heard about these either, Joshua. Uh, they're doing a Michael Vick Thirty for Thirty, which needs to be finally done. a Lance Armstrong one needs to be done. Uh, they're doing a Dion one when he was playing both sports, baseball and football. Well, if they did Fantastic. one about Bo, you have to do one about Dion. Um, Florence Griffith Joyner. I don't know if many of you guys know this story. Nope. Um, she was a Olympic athlete. She's a widely considered the fastest woman of all time. Tested positive for uh, steroids. No, she uh, died of um, epilepsy in her sleep. Wow. So, okay, I uh, wasn't expecting it, it's, that. It's more of a romantic comedy. Um, <laughs> and then this one is the one I'm most excited about. They're doing a Tito Ortiz Chuck Liddell 30 for 30. Need it. Fucking, Fucking need yes. it, dude. That's dude, badass. The 30 for 30 series is funny. I was talking to my buddy, my buddy Steve. Remember when we got Virgil to say fuck off, Steve? Fuck off, Steve. That, that fuck Steve, off. That Steve. Um, he was like, he thought all the 30 for, he was, I was talking to him about them. He goes, it's too bad that 30 minutes long. And I'm like, Steve. No. You big he son of not, a bitch. He, not, he really thought that? I was like, dude, they're all... They're a minimum an hour each, but usually, usually. About an hour and a half to two and a half hours. The, the, the smaller stories, like the one the they one made about sh- Dallas the, Carter, was like forty-five minutes. The thirty minutes. for thirty shorts are about thirty minutes. Right, right, right. Um, but the real thirty for thirties are a minimum sixty minutes, anywhere to I'm two lo- and a half hours. Unless you do the fucking OJ one, which is technically like well, it's the 10 OJ hours. one, which is one of the most brilliant documentaries ever, I've ever made. Seen. Each episode's about two hours, and it's a four-part series. It's but, fucked up. Um, it's gonna be. Well, I'm really interested to see how they handle the Michael Vick one. To be honest, as far as like we just talked about subscriptions, like. I'm very. I'm getting very close to uh, signing up for ESPN Get Plus. It. It's five bucks. It's five dollars. Because every single. It's five dollars. You shouldn't have to think about it. I'm not thinking about it because now you, you spend said five dollars a week on breakfast sandwiches. You literally, con- you motherfucker. You literally convinced me twenty seconds ago when you screamed, "Fucking buy it." I don't take much convincing when it comes to that. Do it right it's now fine. while we're on the show. I'll do it Record. right now. Yeah. I'll do it right $5, fucking now. $5, anyone that likes. Because every single. You're going to have the UFC single... in a couple weeks. Yes, we do. On ESPN Plus. Dude. Oh, every single 30 meant, for 30. Is, is that... Every short. Yeah, dude. Hold on. Because I was buying them individually on, on Yeah, because uh, you're an iTunes. asshole. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> you're a tremendously giant asshole. That's that's incredibly mean. What, I, uh, oh, 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 let me. Okay. Why do you know what you're an Rosie, asshole? I forget what I'm doing. Tell me. ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus. Um, you just have to download the ESPN app and then go to watch, and then ESPN Plus is in there. That's way too much. Money. Um, so just do it later. Right, so let me tell you money. guys about how much of a tremendous asshole the man to my right is. Oh, don't worry, I'm coming back. You One fuckers. night when he and I were hanging, we lived together, and we were like, we were really fucked up. We took some medicine yeah. and we drank a lot, and we decided we wanted to watch the terribly awesome movie. Dinner, Yo, for, d- dinner for schmucks. Yeah, dude. And we knew that we had a DVD copy of it literally Somewhere. two rooms down the hall. The, Yo, the couch straight up ate us. So, uh, like, we were incapable of yeah. moving. And so then Taylor goes, fuck it, I'll buy it. 
Doesn't buy it on his account. Buys it on Greg's, the landlord at the time. <laughs> Greg's, you bought it on his account. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. Did I really? Tremendously did. I definitely bought watched, that hard. We watched 20 minutes of it. I went into the bathroom because I had to duty. And then I yelled, I, I feel like Elvis. Okay. <laughs> I thought I was going to die on the toilet. Okay, so you're mixing up your stories, and I'll explain to you why. I could. I, I, no, I, no, I know exactly why. The, the night you almost died in the toilet when you said you were Elvis, I was watching Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> well, no, we start. That's no, you're messing it up. Because we started dinner for schmucks. I went to go take a big old dump. And then I just started watching Mortal Kombat <laughs> yeah, by myself. I just heard, Mortal Kombat! And I'm just like, and then I yelled, I feel like Elvis. And the only reason I said that is because I thought- I found you dead with your pants around your ankles. Yeah, dude. That, that happened way too many times. That was Where's the game? Uh, Joshua? Everything's fine. Littering and... Joshua, look that up for littering us. Littering and... Josh blew it. Hey, Josh. I'll pull it back hey, up. Hey, Josh, can you pull that up for us right no. now? Hey, Josh? 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 Everything's fine. <laughs> we sound like the fucking uh, the birds in Finding Nemo. Nemo. Mine? Mine? <laughs> um, okay, so I really didn't have any other stories, but we can go into hot takes. Um, why don't you go first? Because I have a lot to say today. Yes, I know you do. Sure. Go uh, ahead. Why don't you talk into the mic, dildo? The yes. Dildo. Yeah, video engineer. Uh, the Closer, take that, take the microphone off. Right. Was that so hard? Yes. Pretend it's your wiener and you need to jack it. Okay. You uh, need to? So as the video engineer, I have to inform you um, oh, okay. that I only got up to the end of the reviews on the on the video. That's fine. So, so that means uh, fine. we're going to have right. to uh, record. Yeah, you got to record hot we'll takes on the phone yeah. then. That's, That's fine. all. Use your phone. My shit's almost dead. You got it. Yeah. But anyway, or mine. doesn't matter. I guess I'll go with my hot take, and I'm going to keep it in the in the realm of sports. Sure, it's kind of where we go most it's, of the time, which I'm just fine because, with. Because I think we're more passionate about our sports teams, and like we yeah, but it's not, sport, it's not a sports it's, show, so it's also more of a hot take. I'm gay. Here, <laughs> sorry, all right, I had Lo to, I had all right to, Logan Paul. I had to fit fuck. it in there. Oh, what an asshole! You heard about that, right? Yeah, he. I'm going to go gay for a month. Not how it works, dude. No, and. I'm, I'll tell you off air what I really think. Okay. But anyway. I'm not going to so, have sex with you. I talked not, about that in the State of the Union. I understand. Josh, I never once tried to get you in the me? fucking sack. You, you told people that fucking years. You tried doing hot wiener sex with me. You tried. <laughs> you gave your buddy in Ohio my number, and we were at <laughs> we were at a bar watching the Nick Diaz-Anderson Silva fight, and I get a text <laughs> oh, from a great. random fucking number. From Jarvis. goes, hey, are you watching the fight? Are you at... X bar in X town in New Jersey. And he goes, oh, you're at this bar? Oh, my God, I can't wait to finally meet you. You look good. I text him back, who the fuck is this? And I it finally, was Jarvis. It was Jarvis. Yeah, yeah. it was fine. But um, so if, I had to, if I had to go to my hot take, it was something that I found out just before I left my house today after I got home from work, did all my shit that I needed to get done. Congrats on coming out, by the way. I, I know can't, it's a big dude. I'm, it's amazing. <laughs> it's just a, just technically a load off my chest. So. Yeah, but usually you're getting loads on them. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, your chest, Josh. Your chest is a hey, load. Josh, do me a favor and shut the fuck up and yeah, sit back that, down. That's a good point, too. Thank you. <laughs> go on. Go no, seriously. So, um, it just came out a couple hours ago, but it, it means something to me when Ian Rappaport reports on something. It goes off your hot take you had a couple weeks ago. Sure. And here's the truth Antonio Brown's not going to be a Steeler next no, season. He's going to be all. a Denver fucking Bronco. And I'll tell you why. Because there's no one else on this planet that is great at bringing in key free agents and having them perform well. Not a free agent. John fucking Elway. Not a free agent. Big name, big name players. I apologize in any way, shape, or form. So, what happens? They're going to trade a second round pick, a third round pick, and probably one of their fucking, uh, one of their running backs. And exactly what's going to happen? AB is going to be a fucking Bronco come June. I, okay. You heard it here first, and it's going to happen. They have the cap room for it, and it's going to reunite Emmanuel Sanders and AB on the same team for the last time in like seven years okay. when they're on the same fucking can I, team. Can I, can I, okay, so I'm going to elaborate on there. Go ahead. Who's going to throw it to him? I don't care. Case Keenum, go get him. <laughs> 
everything's fine. I'm more mad that they paid him $18 million a year. Okay. He was one win away from the fucking Super Bowl last year. He needs a good coach. Was he? Yes, he was. Was he? Yes, he fucking was. Yeah, and Mark was. Sanchez was one win away from the Super Bowl twice. Good. You're, you're comparing same- Mark Sanchez to Case Keenum? Yep. Case Keenum had statistically the best season in the fucking... History of the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, wonderful. What does that mean to me? In a franchise that was quarterbacked by Fran Tarkenton, that means something to most people. Oh, not in 2019. It doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean shit. Yes, it fucking does. When when, when, when having a a quarterback rating of 95 in 2018 means that you're an average quarterback, it doesn't mean shit. How can you sit there and. Okay, no, I understand. But I also. Yeah, you're right. That's the fucking motherfucker. The OC did him no favors. Vance Joseph did him no favors. And it didn't help. They had no fucking offensive line all season. So can you the tell me? Can one, you tell me one time? Center in the league broke his fucking leg, and how is that not attributed to the, how bad Case Keenum was? Can you tell me and one ha- time besides that one year in Minnesota, Case Keenum was? Oh wow, he's a really good quarterback. He played well in when, uh, when they were in St. Okay. Louis. He played he well played in St. Okay Louis in he Houston. Did, he he did, was okay. Shut up. He did good enough in fucking Houston. He did good enough in St. Louis before they went to LA. You think good enough is going to help you when the Chargers and the Chiefs are fucking good dogs? enough. Got Peyton Manning his second fucking ring with the best defense no. in the goddamn league. Yes. No. Let's be fair. Brock Osweiler carried half that season. At you good can enough. suck and my I, whole ass. And I man. and I agree with good enough that it goes a long way. However, with Peyton that Manning said, missed six weeks of the season. And the league in interception still. You're so incorrect because Antonio Brown is going to be a San Francisco 49er. Which is also very plausible. No, it's, but it's, I'm a fucking Broncos fan. Of course you so want him. So he's going to be a Bronco. You want him. But again, it begs the question what? that Case Keenum sucks ass. What? And Jimmy G with his, with his sample size is six and a half games? I, I agree 1,000%. Is better? I agree 1,000% with that. Coaching think, is better. Shanahan it, is the fucking man. I don't man. think Shanahan's that good he's okay what has he done he's done he had a good run in the second half with jimmy garoppolo he, he had a good run and since then they've done shit all and i don't care if he's had injuries he because lost, it's he the same lost starting quarterback and starting running back why the do the dolphins the fire adam gaze because it's the same argument it's how the is same, that what what do you mean the because same who did adam gaze lose for two at a uh, year and a half out of three years of being a coach of the dolphins are you talking about ryan Tannehill? ryan Tannehill. are you gonna sit there and tell me ryan Tannehill is jimmy garoppolo uh what has jimmy garoppolo done Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't has, done much. Yeah, exactly. Neither has Ryan Tannehill. Uh, he's done more than Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo had a six-game run at the second half after he got traded. I'm not and telling- has done shit all other than get hurt because he didn't step out of bounds soon enough. I'm not disagreeing that Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't this generation's Matt Flynn or nothing like that because he got paid stupid money and barely showed up. That's a good point. But what I'm saying is, is that Jimmy Jimmy G compared to Ryan. I'm not Tannehill, shitting on Jimmy G. I'm shitting I'm on shitting Shanahan. On I don't think sh- I I I want to see Shanahan prove it. And I don't part know why of that I is Mike. being healthy, but. Um, I don't, I, I'm I, not willing to anoint Shanahan as some fucking wizard I'm, until I see it. I'm not and he calling did a him very that. good job with I'm, Nick Mullins. I'll I'm, give him credit. I'm not actually, calling him that. I'm I not. actually like Shanahan because you saw the regression on the Falcons after Shanahan left. I think Shanahan is a decent coach. I don't mm-hmm. think he has... I think the problem in San Francisco is John Lynch. I think John Lynch has built a very poor team because you should not lose your starting quarterback and then suddenly win four games. And that's why the Colts had such a rebuild after Peyton Manning got hurt because everything was bad. Besides Peyton Manning, well, everything went wrong for sure. Well, not just everything went wrong. The team was bad. Peyton Manning turned a three-win team into a twelve-win team, which is he's that good. Ast- Jimmy Garoppolo isn't the kind of guy that's going to turn a four-win team into a ten-win team, but he can make a four-win team a six-seven, eight-win team. I Jesus and, Christ! Oh, uh, everything's going wrong for the Colts. Everything's going wrong for the Colts. So wonderful. No, great. but but good, but, grand, great, terrific. terrific. Suck my ass. So who's still thirty-bag um, fucking lunch? I would say. I would say. 
I would say the Broncos are probably the number two. I think the 49ers are the favorite to get A-Big. The only reason why I even say it goes as far as the Broncos will get him is because, and I know your feelings on this guy, but sure. Ian Rappaport I lo- him. No, no, I like Ian Rappaport. Maybe it's someone else because you hate everyone. And I hate the one Andrew guy you like. Siciliano. Okay, that's fine. I give you that because he's annoying on red zone. But the, uh, if and his Ian, ears are gigantic. <laughs> if Ian Rappaport goes on NFL Network and mentions the Broncos by name, I think the Broncos are the favorite to land him. I think well, they have the cap room to withstand that kind of contract. Do. And I also think they have the picks. I do not think if they give up their first, their, their top ten pick this year, it's a, a tragic mistake because you need to build that offensive line. So, but I think what's going to happen is AB will find himself in the blue and orange come June. Now, can I ask you a question great. though? Sure. If you don't get Antonio Brown, how would you feel about getting Odell Beckham Jr.? I uh, okay. Now you got me really torn. I'll equate it to the way what you said a couple weeks ago when free agency started in Major League Baseball. You hated Bryce Harper when he played sure, for the Nationals, sure. correct? I still hate him. He's a fucking cunt. Right. Until, he, until which is not going to happen, but until he signs with the Mets, you're going to act like none He's of that ever matters. He's not signing! Shut the fuck listen up! To me, listen to me. Listen to my goddamn analogy, you fuck. Okay, fine. Sorry, Hypothetically. I'm sorry. If he, if, Maybe I went too far. Really? Sorry. If he did sign. Well, you would forget everything he oh, ever did absolutely. because he's a Met. Correct? Well, I know the truth. This, this is why. And this is about being a fan, and you guys should listen to this. You should. It's not about the players and the name on the back of the jersey. It's the name on the front. It's about this. The logo of the team you support. And if you think anything else matters, I want you to um, take a gun. No, no, no. Stop. No, stop, no, no, stop. no. I'm being fair about this. Put it in Are your you? mouth and pull the trigger and die. Go on. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No, you know what? AB's going to be a Bronco. Do you do what you got to do. Fucking okay. You ruined it, dude. Oh, my All right, God. I'm going to start it with my lighthearted hot take and then go to my feelings. I already know your feelings. And no, I'm down. Okay. Listen, I'm just going to sit back and watch. How about that? So my first um, lighthearted hot take is that I think Dwayne Haskins is going to be a fantastic NFL quarterback. Okay, that I, we can agree I with think, for sure. Um, while the history of Ohio State quarterbacks is nothing... Um, not great. To, it's not. It's not even good. Um, I mean, they had a Heisman tro- uh, Trophy winner in Troy Brown, who sucked in the NFL. Troy Smith. Uh, Troy Smith. Why did I say Troy Brown? Because I'm a cunt. And um, Troy Smith, who was a great college player, couldn't do yes. shit in the NFL. But when you watch Dwayne Haskins, he makes throws that. Um, wow, you co- for sure. He makes throw. No, he makes throws in in, in <laughs> college that translate to the NFL. And he has that attitude and that swagger and that ability that I see. And again, hi Ralph. Ralph, we'll do some um some, nice uh, you to we'll show do some, up. We'll do our picks after this. I mean the one game's yeah, almost okay. over. But but right me too. So Ralph is here. Go ahead go ahead, take a seat and pull up. Oh wait, um, I'm in this seat now. Yeah, look, we have a fucking Mac running now. Uh, and it's See how much day. better it got when you left. Look <laughs> at the production value. Uh, addition by subtra- subtraction. Oh, well, technically, so, it's addition by addition. Yeah. If you if you count the uh, body well, mass subtract- you know, You're a lot of addition. <laughs> yeah, um, thanks. So. I, I think Dwayne. Shut up. I think Dwayne Haskins is going to be a very good NFL quarterback. I agree. Obviously, it depends on the the coaching scheme and who he ends up with. No. And I truly hope, just because you're a Michigan fan, that's nothing to be He's rude horrible about. Horrible, and he shouldn't play. Well, that's just racist. So Ohio State should have been in the top four. Ohio State player on my team ever. Ohio State should have been in the top four. I agree. Um, um, they should have. Are you going to sit there and tell me you wouldn't take Ezekiel Elliott right now? I got Saquon. That doesn't matter. <laughs> That's a good him. point. Oh God, that doesn't matter. Back. Isn't that yes, a, such do. a nice okay, familiar wait, are voice? Are you saying, do I get Saquon and Ezekiel Elliott? Yes. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
I, it's really tough for me to root for Ohio State players. Um, oh so I will move on. Cowboys so too. I think um, if if Miami has any ability to move up and tw- take Dwayne Haskins, I'd love it. Please don't take Kyler Murray. Don't do I, it. No, I love him. I, agree I think you. he's a great college player. He's too small. He's 195 pounds, maybe. I now, want Kyler Murray over Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> Shut up, asshole. Now, now, I would take Mike Manfredonio over <laughs> Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> I'd take Josh over Dwayne Haskins. Okay, let's not say no one, no one that. would. <laughs> yeah. Mike Manfred doesn't no. have hypertension stage no. two. <laughs> no, but listen, no, but here's the truth. Sorry, Josh. Oh, no, I completely agree with you. Dwayne Haskins is going to be a great quarterback. I don't even a hint Kyler of a Murray. On Josh on that one. <laughs> I would like to see if the Dolphins don't take Dwayne Haskins, I think the Giants should. No, I the think Giants absolutely should. The, Gi- the Giants missed on big missed big time last year in the draft, but wholeheartedly, like Kyler Murray should build the line. He should just well, go fucking play baseball. I will take a punter over That's Dwayne what Haskins. He should do. <laughs> So take I the second coming Marquette of Ray guy. King, put him back in the draft. I'll take him. Marquette so let me King let stinks. me get to my real feelings and my real hot take. Now that I've had a few drinks, All right, I'm gonna sit back now. Um, yesterday, everyone, come calm down. He's sitting back. Yesterday, I announced they announced that um, the favorite for the head coaching job with the Miami Dolphins, it's not the favorite, is now. one Brian Flores. Who? The linebackers coach and the man that was calling the defensive plays for the New England Patriots this year. Still didn't who, answer my question. Who? who? Yeah, Brian Flores. Ralph, no, wait. You know, he very clearly answered your question. Do you know who no, Bra- Ralph, let me ask you. Do you know what, who Brian Flores uh, Are you familiar is? with Brian Flores and what he does? I actually never heard his name until I heard Oh, him. so you'd is be- Is he the son of um, Tom Flores? Uh, Wilmer Flores, actually. Wilmer He's very Flores, good with the walk-off yeah. hits. Oh. Um, well, so and wait, almost getting Wilmer traded Flores, at the deadline. What twenty nine has a, coach, <laughs> a son old enough to coach the Miami Dolphins? Yeah, you know it's an ethnic thing. Um, and, oh, uh, with the belt. Um, I am so glad I'm not associated with this shit anymore. <laughs> um, so Brian Flores was announced, and I had a very painful feeling that he was going to be the favorite when I preferred Chris Richard, the defensive backs coach and the play caller. Richard uh, is going to be a, a great coach. I, I, yeah, actually, I would have preferred them to hire to promote the special teams coach, Darren Rizzi, because he's been with the team so long and the amount of former players like Jason Taylor, like Zach Thomas, like Jarvis Landry, all these guys that are still on the team that were formerly on the team saying that he should he's going to be a great head coach and Miami special teams have consistently been one of the best in the league since he got hired. Well, especially because he's real been quick, in the I'm building for a while. Real quick. Go ahead. And, well, I mean, and, that's because he's been in the building, so he gets, he, he, he he knows gets the identity. He knows, he knows what's gone wrong with the team. Right, he knows. And he then they there. announced that Brian Flores, the linebackers coach of the New England Patriots, and then defensive play caller of the New England Patriots this year, the New England Patriots who had, I think, the 26th ranked defense, but 7th in points allowed defense. That's uh, that's pretty ridiculous. And I mean... I, I, who the fuck is Brian Flores? I That's what I asked you. Brian Flores. So after hiring cocksucker Joe Philbin, suck dead son, who cares? Asshole Adam Gaze trades JHI, gets rid of Dominican Sue, gets rid of Jordan Phillips. You hire a guy no one would hire to work at Dairy Queen as the front manager to be the head coach of the illustrious. Miami Dolphins. <laughs> a guy who is calling the defensive plays, but after they, they Matt Patricia leaves, he's been the defensive coordinator for the Patriots the last six years, he wasn't good enough at Bill Belichick's eyes to get hired as a defensive coordinator. The, he got the linebackers coach. Name a linebacker on the Patriots, Taylor Gossie. You don't know any. <laughs> so then they hire this asshole 
this tremendous asshole Yo. whose favorite movie is probably <laughs> Yentl, starring Barbara Streisand, directed, produced, and written by her. Um, and Yo, the Patriots f- defense hasn't even been like a top five defense That's within that top time. five. Defense. It hasn't been. It hasn't been. Up, they finished seventh in points <laughs> Fine, whatever. You hire Brian Flores. Who? A man <laughs> with a Latino <laughs> last name yo. who is not Latino. <laughs> yo, this is turned into a fucking Baja Men song. Who, uh, who let who? Brian Flores into that fucking building? He opened the garage. <laughs> Josh. Try the top button. The top. Press it again. Press it one more time. Quickly. Someone's going to call Dyfus. You're going to let him. Uh, you're going to let him Stop. in. Stop. Press it once. <laughs> Press it now. Don't touch it again. <laughs> oh, wait. Now you have to move things from the back end. Go, Josh. You plug everything up. We're like, the light is blinking like we're in Blade. And, and Donald Loge is about to come out. And I hope Donald Loge comes out to murder Brian Flores and Steven Ross. You hire a guy. And frankly, the weak link of the Patriots defense is their linebackers. <laughs> Again. Can you name a, a a linebacker that has stood out this year on the New England Patriots? Last staff? last fucking linebacker remember from the Patriots was like Rob Adelius Thomas. Oh, <laughs> Adelius Thomas. What has he done other than suck my ass and lose every game that Patriots play in Miami? You could have hired. The only one that would have made me more angry is if you said, you know oh what, my God. I know we fired Adam Gaze. Holy shit. But you know what? Welcome back. Yeah, welcome This fucking fuck ass-wipe jerk-off. Oh, my and God. And th- listen, this is the truth. Let me be real for a half second and not so angry. Half second. I obviously hope oh. that I am completely wrong about Adam Gaze. Shit. And more often than not, I'm wrong about things that matter to me. Yeah. Like my dad living past 60. <laughs> and here I am, stuck with this asshole. So uh, is Brian it Ryan Flores? I'm stuck with this tremendous jerk job, jabroni, jamoke, asshole. Oh, wow. Who's never done shit in the NFL. Went full, that and it that went Bill Belichick sheet, thought so low of that he couldn't promote him to defensive oh, coordinator, shit. but still gave him defensive play calling duties. Oh. And there's one side of it that makes me feel like maybe it's not that bad because Dolphins fans were excited about uh, the last three coaches they hired in Tony Sperano and uh, Joe Philbin and Adam Gase. Dolphins fans were very excited. And the last one I think about where Dolphins fans were like, what the fuck? Do you know what coach I'm thinking of? The last time Dolphins coach said, why are they hiring him? Uh, Eric Mangino. No! They never hired him! They hired Cam Cameron in 2007! What did Cam Cameron do? But got 1-15 and said in the 2007 draft, not only are we drafting Ted Ginn, we're drafting the entire Ginn family. Is he returning kicks? Is he catching the ball thrown by Trent Green and John Beck and Cleo Lemon? Cleo Lemon. Who's going to throw the fucking... Hey, don't forget Pat White, asshole. He didn't play in 2007. He got drafted after the 08 season and he got his first start in 2009. Got knocked out by a concussion on his six-foot play of the game against the Pittsburgh Steelers in the 17th game of the 2009 season. So... I'm so happy I said that. The Miami Dolphins, with one of the richest owners and most powerful owners in the NFL, hire Brian Flores. Can I just say, so anticlimactic just now. I hope this blows up in my face and he's fantastic. Watch. Coach of the year. Watch. With who throwing the fucking ball? Tannehill. No, I'm done with him. 
I'm done with him and his fucking name. Name somebody throw the fucking ball. I'm Who are they gonna go get? I'm done with him standing back there after three seconds saying, "Ooh, the, the line gave me some time. I might as well just hold on to the ball and see what happens." I'm gonna start to Devontae Parker and fucking drop it. Who? Devontae Who? Parker. The one touchdown he caught this year. You don't even get a Parker for that. You get a Devontae. He didn't do shit all. He sucks. They all suck. Who's good? Laramie Tunzel, Nigga Fitzpatrick, Xavier Howard. Get rid of them all and burn in hell. To be fair. I'm done. Yeah. I'm sick of these assholes. Yeah. I'm wearing dolphin pants. Take them off. I'm sick of all. <laughs> shit on my ass and fuck my mother. I don't care. <laughs> Yo, you went full Vince fucking McMahon just now. Fuck them all. Fuck. Anyway, um, this was episode listen. 35. To be fair. To be fair, one, it, it is your birthday, so you're allowed to feel what you want. And two, the second part of your gift, one was a Zach Thomas jersey, and two, to calm you down, you and me, my friend, we're going to opening day. Woo! I'm taking off work, baby. We're going we're to going Mets opening, opening day. We're going to Mets opening day. I'm going to put my No, actually, you've been terminated. Yeah. <laughs> Pack your my- shit, LOL. Get out of here. It's actually cold. Um, it is wait, cold so as shit. So before we finish up, why don't we just do our playoff picks quick? Yeah. Um, so the three of us took the Colts. Yeah, um, I took Colts. We're, we're shit all. So yeah, let's, what's the next? Is it's the Cowboys, Rams? Cowboys, Rams. I take the Cowboys. Uh, I take the Rams. I think... Um, I feel like taking the Cowboys is like feeling like you did about this game, mm-hmm. and it's going to be exactly what it would have been in the regular season. So here's the thing. It's offense against... A juggernaut offense against... Essentially, one of the better defenses left. Absolutely. Correct. I think the Rams' offense is better than the Cowboys' defense. I'll say this. It's a fast defense, so that does scare me a little. The linebackers are front well, seven say, in general. So the other thing, too, is that, is that the Rams have more op- have more ways to win as opposed to the Cowboys have. You know what I mean? You, you yeah. shut down the running game. They have enough different types of receivers that they can go well, there. The receivers aren't yeah. doing it. Gosh, have an off game. Gurley can carry it. Is it fair to say that it's the game for the Cowboys? Is in, it's on Dak entirely. Dak Whoa. needs to make. Yeah, you're right. Dak yeah. needs to make big plays. It's, no, he it's has to. Because the defense, the, there's two key things that travel: run game and defense. So well, I'm confident well, the Cowboys gonna, keeping it close. I, but is Dak going to hold on to the ball? I, 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 I'm shocked. Think, of all the games, this is the one I think I'm the most sure. Of. I, I also think for sure. I think I, I think I think so too. I, I'm with you on that one. I really think Dak made a big impression last week, like the big run at the end of the game, just to help get in within the five yard line. I think Dak has that it factor. Oh, but I it has to it has to come through best, tonight. It's the best. I guess arguably, looked. I like I like I think Dak's a very good player. I like Dak. I just hate Specifically his tonight well, against arguably the best team in the NFC, like he has I to think, be. I think that the thing I like about tonight. Dak is he, he, he really does that, that run he had within the where he got to the one yard where he line. Reached, but he didn't make it. The guy yeah. plays with balls, which it, teams rally around that kind of stuff. You have, and to. if Goff isn't up to snuff today, and Dak doesn't turn the ball over, the Cowboys will win the game. But I am taking the Rams, and the thing, dude, dude. And with Jerry Jerry Jones looking like a well, fucking. What, what was your record last yeah. before? So you're taking the Cowboys, yeah. Ralphs, Rams, I went Rams. Oh, I went, I went one and three. What did you do last week? What was your? I think you, you went took, two and two. You took the Chargers. Um, you took the 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 Colts. I think over. I the took Texans. the Colts. Yes, absolutely. Um, I took the Colts. So you you two and zero oh there. You took. I, the, I gotta find out who played last you week. Did, I honestly you did not no take idea. the Cowboys. I think you. No, took I didn't. The, You took the Bears. Right. Yeah, I took the. No, took, no I, I took the Bears over the Eagles. Oh, Bears over the Eagles. And then I also took the. I took the. No, I did take the Cowboys. I over for sure who? Took the Cowboys. Over who? Uh, uh, where did the fucking Cowboys play? Yeah, that's actually really good Cowboys play Seahawks. Seahawks. You took yes, the Cowboys. Okay, Cowboys. So by the way, no, why? not true. I took the Seahawks okay, because so I thought went, the Seahawks were going to win at home. Yeah. You went two and two. Well, it was in Dallas anyway, so you were just wrong about where it was. You're uh, I went one and three. You went two and two. Oh and you four. Oh and four. Okay, so worst week by far. Everything's everything's fine. The next game tonight is the Cow. We already went over that. Cowboys. So you. Um. So we're zero and one so far. 
uh, each one Chargers, of us. Chargers, Patriots first or Cowboys Saints uh, first? Whatever. We'll just say ch- let's just do Chargers. No, I took the Chargers. Okay, I actually- Cowboys Rams. No, Cowboys, Cowboys Rams, Rams. And, and then, and then Cowboys, e- Rams. no, and then Eagles Saints. Eagles Saints. Yeah, I took okay. the Chargers. Okay, I actually took. Um, I'll have to say this. Because I've been low on the Chargers, and I keep waiting for the. I was. I thought it would happen this week. Um, I, I really. This one was the toughest one I had to go. I'm going to go New England. I'll tell you why. Okay, please. You are traveling to the polar opposite. They're not a team that travels well. And although they overcame in Baltimore, I think <laughs> they don't go home team. well. Well, no, they're not because they technically don't have <laughs> they a don't fan have a base. Yeah. No, they really don't yeah, have a fan don't. base. In but, all honesty, you know, the Rams you're going cross coast. You're going up to in a snowy condition, one of the better home field advantages. Did you say uh, cross coast? He was right. Cross country. Cross sorry. country. Coast to coast. That was a good hiccup uh, <laughs> joke there. <laughs> Go on. Get the fuck out. Anyway. Is he coming? No. He's at the Silverstein show. Am I? Oh, he's oh winner. yeah. Okay. I figured it out. Never mind. <laughs> Douchebag Colucci. Go on. Um, But I'll say this. They're still not 100% healthy. It's not even their best album. Um, Shut up. <laughs> He's right, though. Go on. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> He's I right. care. He's right, though. Go on. Being the music aficionado. You don't come to my show and talk to me that way. <laughs> it's not your show anymore, dickhead. I know. That's, that's true. a joke, you fuck. That's, he's right, you know. Go on. He's, <laughs> thanks, um, dude. I, I'm, I'm picking the Patriots. Right. I think it's going to... I wouldn't be shocked if the Chargers win this game. I think that I believe them now. I just think... I don't think they can do it two weeks in a row. And I think you have right. a better coach team. You have Belichick, who's still the best, even though he showed yeah, a little Yeah, he's absolutely too. still the best, until uh, no otherwise. And Patriots, they always seem to be their best when the eyes aren't on them, and their their eyes have not been on them at all what, this what, year. Yeah, you that, said that, that last week as that, well. That's, yeah. that's they been, didn't play last week. No, but you did say that we were talking no, about I'm saying it last like, week. Like what you you like, picked the Patriots for the that's AFC. That's literally been a recurring theme with you. I don't like, remember exactly, it, but I think I did. No, but it's the truth, because when the Patriots don't have their eyes on them, that's when they play their best. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. But I think the Chargers are very much for real, and I think there was any team in the AFC outside of Kansas City, because Kansas City's taking by storm right now. I did not believe this was going to happen. No, this is. I really think the Chargers are the only other team that that could possibly compete with the Patriots right now. In the oh, AFC. Chargers are a scary team. I um, think whoever wins really this are. game is going to come out the Chiefs, I'd, I'd it, much rather have the the Patriots coming to Arrowhead rather than I would the Chargers. Dude, if Melvin, one hundred percent. If Melvin Gordon, go well, they beat them in Arrowhead a few weeks exactly. ago. Exactly. If yeah. Melvin Gordon, if Melvin Gordon is one hundred percent healthy, that team is ten Barry times. Gordy? F- Barry Gordy. What did you I watch? Say? I listen with Taylor. Flash Micah? Gordon. You watch? I listen with Taylor. Mike uh, in the pit with you watching. I listen to the. Pit. That is, Can I take over your show in the pit with Ralph? <laughs> you, yo, you absolutely should. Hold on. All right, let's talk about just, some metal core. Just review review food. You want to be our food expert now that you're not the co-host? I, uh, it, listen, if I told totally you... Pork back I, there still. It, listen, if, if I totally want to be fair, my buddy Tyler the other day, when I told him I was really like, real, like involved with you watch, I listened, he goes, flat out, he goes, is that because In the Pit tanked? <laughs> That's the first thing he said to me. I go, yeah, first pretty all, in much. The pit, in the Pit only had like two episodes. No, no it had, had more than, than that. that. No, no, okay. no, Madness had a bunch of episodes. Madness had a in the shit, pit, yeah. <laughs> By the way, I appreciate your so, comment using the word madness. I really so did wait, appreciate it. So wait, you're taking the Chargers as well? Yeah, 100% taking I'm the Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers. Um, I don't I think, think the Patriots are that good of a team this year. So when I watch... Outside of Sonny Michelle. They play in a bad division. Honestly, I fell asleep watching the game. Did you? How's Williams been doing? Yeah, it's been Tyreek Hill and Mahomes, really, in the pass rush. Travis Kelsey. Has been I think tonight. what the Chargers did last week showed a lot about what, how they're going to play the Patriots. And the, uh, the Chargers' weakness this year has been their linebackers on defense. And what they did was they put their safeties up to play linebacker to stop the Ravens. 
And I think they're going to do the same thing. They're going to stop Gronk in the slot. They're going to stop uh, Julian Edelman in the slot. They're also going to stop Sonny Michelle um, in that running game. And one thing that I was watching through their last like few games, the thing that they're doing that's fascinating is they're playing. They're showing um, a man or zone defense. And then what they do is they drop back into cover two zone, and they have the linebackers playing corner. It is so unbelievable and innovative for on Anthony Lynn's part. I it think really it's, is. I, I think, think Anthony Lynn is. He's coach of the year. He has to be. It's I him or Frank Reich. It's him or Frank Reich. <laughs> I would it has say to Frank Reich. I think I go Lynn. Um, I, think I would say Frank Reich just because of the turnaround after, the Colts had. Yeah, he's also I, had to I, battle even, a lot listen, of injuries. Absolutely, Anthony yeah. Lynn. Tough what, and, tough and to play in that I division. I think both of them have a legitimate case. Truthfully, hey buddy, what's up, Tim? What's up, dude? So. I'm going to take the Chargers. I think that it's going to be a very low-scoring game. I'm talking like 17. What's up? I took all of your picks. Okay. Plus 1362. Oh, well, that, this is going great so far. What did you do? So, he t- yeah, I know. If I we all, two, we all, all of us took so the Colts. All of us took the Colts. It's terrible. I'm so happy I didn't take the parlay this week. I was going to. All right, so let's go Last to the game. next NFC game, which is the Saints and the Eagles. Are all of us taking the Saints? Saints, yeah. Saints. I, the, the, the Saints are too good. I'll At home, you this, if it was in Philadelphia, I would take it. If the yes. Eagles win this game, I think they win. They, they, I think they're winning. They, 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 they were my it's Super Bowl special. pick coming into the season. So team, I got to really take are. the Saints. Yeah. I think um, I think Sean Payton is coaching his balls off. I think that um, the, the way, playing the best football. I think that they're one of the teams that the bye week will not hurt them. Don't. You know, sometimes it hurt. It helped the Chiefs. Listen, um, they got some physicality back. And you they have they, a veteran quarterback and a veteran coach, and you don't fall into those traps. Absolutely. Listen, truthfully, if you want to talk about a, t- a, a you don't go down to Miami, a coach, a coach that fucking motivates his players, he wheels in. He wheels in his. The Lombardi Trophy with two hundred awesome grand cash. That was so great. I that love is him. fucking awesome. I told that to Sean my wife, Payton. and she goes, "What's the Lombardi Trophy?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was say, all like, "Say, what's a divorce?" <laughs> <laughs> well, we might not actually legally all be right, married. So, so yeah, true. Oh, yeah. All right, let's no, wrap no, this are. motherfucker up. Uh, Ralph, um, being our guest, yeah. Do you have anything to say officially? Well, uh, Taylor gave you some shout out, and we have to show you the video that uh, that Josh yeah. made today because it's wonderful. I gave it a standing give me a recap oh, of the show real quick. Um, we're actually no, we're going to actually do a video because I think the thing we're going to start doing now is each after end of each episode like a hype video for the next episode. For real. So we'll do that next. But what we is did that today, why Josh is uh, the film slave. No, he's just gross. <laughs> um, so let's wrap this up. Um, he doesn't deserve this. Uh, uh, Josh thank, is nice. um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, it is my yep. birthday. Um, we have Tim here you. with us now, chilling. <laughs> uh, Ralph, Josh What's up motherfuckers This is great What's up I, it's I, I, No listen I really appreciate Everything you've done for me Listen seriously Happy birthday Thanks, You buddy. and I We're gonna have a great time At opening day And I can't fucking wait I'm excited man. On top of the Zach much. Thomas jersey yeah, I fucking got you Zach too Zach Thomas jersey That's better so. than the uh, What did I get yeah, you? Jason got me Taylor. a Redskins Jason Taylor yeah. Child Youth jersey, <laughs> jersey. Alright guys Peace Later, Later dudes